Sports I like to fuck, I like to rub, or make you just nut, or slap on your butt, damn, I just nutted, your tongue on my clit, damn that shit hit, you're making me drip, damn, I just nutted, <laughs> put my hand around her throat, she choke, got an attitude, Unswole, deliver that dick on go. Bitch, you got a bitchy attitude. Oh no, spread them legs and get in the bed. I get her all up in the bed. Fuck little shorty to the headboard on some neck and shit. Ain't that some shit? Ooh, bitchy attitude on go. I give her that dick, she gun moan. Then I give her this tongue, make her fucking run. And baby talking all that shit, shut up. Yeah, you got an attitude. Choke her up. Spread the legs by the bed, let me beat it up. Yeah, don't fuck with a lame dude. Bitchy attitude, tame dude. I like to fuck. I like to rub. Or make you just nut or slap on your butt. Damn, I just nutted. I like to fuck them. Your tongue like on my clit. Damn, that shit hit. You're making me drip. Damn, I just nutted. I'm a nice man. Wow. I'm a Hello, everybody. Welcome to, to another, another installment of the TPS <laughs> Report. I know this podcast. song. I don't know that song. Is this it? I like to. <laughs> I like to pick him. I like to stick him. Pick him. He likes to pick his ass. Cause I'm a Man. He's talking about ass. Whoa. He likes to rub them. He likes to lick them. He likes to kick them. Now, what was the one you were showing? <laughs> what was the uh, uh, search? <laughs> that's what it sounded like to me. Oh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the I podcast. I wouldn't let you bring it up because I it was going to get it ready to play it, that instead of Billy Gunn. But it would reveal the thumbnail, so okay. I won't let you do it. Term is... Search he's the running the show. <laughs> I said before the episode, you're steering the ship this week, man. Whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> it was so funny. Term says it goes, it goes. Okay, what do I search here? Nutted? Humpback. Humpback. <laughs> but instead of CK, it's two Ks. Humpback. Ooh. Oh, I put three. <laughs> Space. <laughs> yeah. Ch- chunk. Chunk. Okay. Look at this thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what I pictured when you said oh humpback God. space chunk. <laughs> it looks like Triple X got stung by bees or something. <laughs> Look at him. It's, it's not a him, by the way. It's a girl. Okay. This reminds me almost of like a hood. Uh, remember Rebecca Black? How it was Do like I? there was just a company that made music videos for people who had money to throw them, you know? Yeah. This is like a hood version of that. 
is they, what it comes off as. I might be wrong. Well, is there going to be like five minutes of acting narrative set up? Man, what's good, bro? What, she, what you doing? I think she's I, taking I, a I, shit. I, I <laughs> she's never, on her phone <laughs> in the shit. I, I never saw this. Oh, my she God, she is. This attitude, I can't take that shit, bro. That man, is, I got to take a shit. I'm taking a shit posture. I can't take this shit that I'm taking right now, bro. A humpback chunk. It's like... You know, it's like, you know, there's like a big guy and they call him tiny. She's she's doing the opposite. She's right. just <laughs> calling her. It there's is no what it is. Play here. <laughs> oh, shit. I ain't crying. I just heard it right now. Feel me? What is this all this? Is all right, skip forever. to where the, the mouse is right there. Here we go. How'd you find out about this? Is this a big I thing? No idea. <laughs> I just came across it. I mean, it just came out uh, this spring. In February. Oh, I checked to make sure it was. <laughs> oh, she got my ass. <laughs> Did you see the flat ecumenal butt? Oh, damn. This better pick up, otherwise, I'm just going to have you sing it again because it was it fucking up. way better Keep than going. this. Dude. One, two, three. <laughs> Make you just nut Slap on your butt Damn I just nutted <laughs> <laughs> You got a girlfriend kissing on her neck oh, Job of, Look at it, look at it That's the back of her neck That is crazy They show her uh, That's the chunk actually in her name they show Is that her, specific part of her humpy back It's a close up on her uh, her iced out bling But it's That says king It's not on her chest I know it's on her back hump She's got like a <laughs> That's actually fucking awesome. Like dude. a fat lump on the back of the neck. Fat lump on the back hump. Oh my gosh. It's like uh, Don Vito. Remember Bam's uncle, Don Vito? Oh, of that course. R.I.P. Big lump. I got the whiskey right here. You want to run it back for Don Vito on top? Yes, She is crazy looking. It's hilarious. The... The body shape is unlike maybe anybody I've ever seen. Like it is. Remember when uh you know when they say like a girl guy. has an hourglass frame? <laughs> she has like a an imperfect produce pear shape to her. Remember when a wise guy uh, described somebody's body as those ice creams that you used to get from the ice cream truck that's shaped like a baseball mitt and it's got the <laughs> the baseball gumball in the middle? <laughs> yeah, that's her. <laughs> oh, look at her face. There's like three faces in that one face. I mean, if we had to go, if this is like, if you had to pick, Desert Island, right? One song for the rest of your life. Is it this? Is it Humpback Chunk? Or are we going to be real about it? Ass man! <laughs> Whoa, I'm an ass man! I always mix this song up with, uh... Every time I try and like sing it on my own from memory, I wind up. Which is up, often. It's I, like every other day. It's really more often than it should be. Uh, I wind up. I wind up doing though the uh, the big show. Yeah. What is the big show? Song? Well, it's the big show. Bam. 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 Oh, okay. See, I one, get it. One bam, and then. Well, it's the big show. Bam, bam. Well, that's like the same fucking song. I know. That's what I mean. Can that's you a blame real me? cheap. Uh, Vince McMahon is getting lazy. Hold on, I gotta find Big Show's song. I used to have the CDs, not a CD, several CDs. The CDs, CDs, the series. Yeah, there's like one five of every them. year. You have to re-up. Yeah, and every I would get year. it every year that had all just the intro songs of my favorite wrestlers. Um, I don't know. This looks like because it's a 
newer picture of the big show. This oh, it says ninth theme song. Okay, it's the same concept. <laughs> but you got you got big and rich to do it. All right, this sucks. I am the dog, the big bad dog, the big show dog. <laughs> All right, I've had enough. All right, that was you, fun. Wait, go back to Humpback Chunk, second verse. Second verse where it pops off, bro. Oh, okay. Right here. I like to fuck. All right, this is the, the same end. thing. That's the end of the hook. Imagine this fucking whale comp- nutting. Sperm whale? <laughs> this whale nut. The mental imagery of her pussy shooting. Nut. I could picture myself having some passionate sex to this song though. Here, hold on. In her shit? Licking her all in the guts and the shit. Licking her pussy all in her guts and her shit. I'm going to get it down, get it wet. Licking the pussy all in the guts in a shit. Boy, I ain't got <laughs> That's a real bars, dog. But I got a strap in and give her that dingo. Yeah, <laughs> the face, oh my she god. Flow. She made <laughs> you know she's committed to the music life too, cause she has a trouble cleft tattoo to oh, under yeah. her eyeball. Real so. one. That's that's how she. Yeah, that means that she killed the track. For every one of those drops, the trouble <laughs> drops, it means she killed the track. <laughs> she got the Taco Bell double cup. Is that a, is that an empty T Bell cup? <laughs> I think it's a. Is that the, <laughs> the Mountain Dew Baja Fresh? It is. <laughs> I don't even think it's like Cisnerp in it. I think she's just drinking iced tea. It's Baja Fresh, dude. Dude. Then she's been ashing her cigars in it because it's brown. I'll make you just nut. Okay, seriously, how did you? A slap on your butt. Why are you so excited to bring this? It's like it's great. It's the best I song love it. I've heard in months. And every time I come here, I look at the fucking Spotify <laughs> top forty for some hip new thing. But again, to on, where did this cross always, your radar? It's like I listen to hip hop like every day. I'll go listen to. Media, a, I was just listening to like old Nas and Busta Rhymes. I listened to Ready to Die front to back just because I was in a. It's been a while oh, since I listened to. This is the fattest Biggie. rapper voice I've heard since Biggie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I didn't even realize? This is gonna be. This is gonna. They're gonna pull my hip hop card. But you know, slap on your butt. <sighs> you know, in um, Erica Badu's, uh, there's gonna be some slow singing and flower bringing. Yeah. Your that's funeral. A, that's a biggie line. Your funeral. Uh, Kareem, I did not know that. I'm Kareem like, Riggins sometimes slapping I, on the snares, son. But yeah, slow singing and flower bringing, that's a biggie line that she... I always thought that, that was an Erica thing. Sometimes it takes me years to realize, right. oh, that's not the... Or, like I said, that trickle oh, down... She was paying homage. homage. That was the you know the fun trickle down hip hop effect. I said, like even some shit like that where it looks... I run it back to an album from the 90s and realize, oh, I've been giving the wrong person There's credit th- for that bar technically. Or not even credit. There's just that's what I've always loved about hip hop is, you know, uh, you can hear a verse a hundred times and learn something new about it the hundred and first time. Yeah. Or like, uh, you know, I don't know where we were uh, 
there was, you know, one of those occasions where we were at a place that's like clearing out and we have like free reign of, you know, CDs or books that are just laying around. And I grabbed like I still, a... Wait, what? You said that like it was one of those times of all the many like places clearing out and we have like free reign of two CDs or three and books. Times. Remember the one we time? We had a fucking library. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to pick a specific time when we just had the free reign of the late night book series. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch all that out. Edit it out. I'll, I'll start over. No, dude. Free reign of the late night book stash is the title. I got to keep it in. <laughs> I, uh, I found a book one time on Dracula. And it was like the history of Dracula being portrayed in films from Nosferatu to like Gary Oldman. Yeah. Uh, and somewhere in it is Blackula from the 70s, like a black exploitation Dracula, mm-hmm. black dude Dracula film. And Blackula was named Mama Waldy. And then, I, I, and as I'm flipping through this book uh, and I read Mama Waldy, I know that MF Doom rhymes something like. Uh, you know, Some like a widow's peak, exactly like a, like a the, V. The, yeah, the Victor Vaughn, but about the fucking keep the V like Mama Waldy, something like that. Yeah, it's uh, great. And, and so it, then, in, in that moment, it's like I heard that verse a hundred times, but now once now that I put it together, it's like, oh, he's talking about the V, the widow's peak, <laughs> like Mama Waldy, Black Dracula. So back to my question, a line that never made sense now makes yeah, sense. I'm just to saying, me. how did this get on your radar? I can't picture it. This seems like something that Instagram, would get shuffled into my mix, if anybody. Instagram magnifying glass. So this is. I mean, it does have like half a million. It's been out for two months, but this, it's it's you know it's not doing bad. It's doing better than our videos do in two months. You just wait. We're ahead of the curve. This is going to be all the rage. <laughs> Humpback Chunk's going to be uh, like... Yeah. We're going to be eating these words. Next year's Grammy for Best New Artist. Yeah, probably. She's going to be... She's eating something. Yeah. Right words. Salads. That is, uh, this thumbnail alone is a great shot. You have all three chins in the frame. That's the rule of thirds. You have to have one chin in each. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I didn't anticipate just being this mean to a stranger, but I like it. Good addition. I don't think she's hurt by it. I think that's kind of what she's going off of. Her name's Humpback Chunk. Yeah, she gets She it. knows, she, you know. It's like us being the squares. It's like they're, they're corny white dork guys. They know what they're doing. Exactly. It's right there. They're wearing it right on their sleeve. Yeah. Um, Should have been hanging out months ago. So what else? Uh, how was your Easter? It was cool. I saw that new Bob Odenkirk movie, Nobody. Mm-hmm. Was, was that how many people were in the theater besides you? There was... Four other people, not including my dad, who was that was with. your Easter celebration was. Yeah, I went up north, hung up, hung out with my mom and and that part of the fam. My fam came over to our place, our new apartment. This is the first that made me <clears throat> feel like an adult, like uh, just that you the, hosted. I hosted my folks came over. It's big boy stuff. Yeah, and like my girlfriend did the food and she killed it. Like everything, mm-hmm. it's incredible. You know, she's, you she's Greek. What'd you eat? So there was like the, I don't know, I learned all these things for the first time. I knew about like spanakopita, uh, what? T- tiropita. They're fucking what? like flaky, crusty, you know, spinach. So you cheesy. said those like I was going to know. You've, you've had them, I'm sure. Yeah, all those several occasions we got free books and ate <laughs> now he's spinal, spinal copia. <laughs> um, I'm not saying we eat it all the time. I didn't f- present it like me and you used to have it on the road every night. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, so like some Greek I'm uh, roasted chicken. I don't even know what the name of the dessert was called, but it was fucking insane. Uh, so that just felt like I got like my a badge of I'm in my 30s now. Yeah. First time ever that I didn't go to someone's house for any holiday really or but specifically easter did you wear I'm always a, going uh, somewhere else if i'm going somewhere did you wear like a sweater vest with a uh, like button up with the collars coming out nope i wore 
that sweater I told you that I stained with oil and uh, these sweats that I wear every day. I even thought about dressing up and I was like, it's Easter. I'm sure my mom's going to dress like it's, you know, not in sweatpants Hell yeah. every time I go to some family member's house. So, but no, I'm home. I considered it, <laughs> but no, I'd rather be comfortable. Shout out DJ Cold Sweat. Yeah. Hooking hack up with the Easter apparel. That's crazy. It's like a, a year ago, a little over a year ago, we were at South by and uh, yeah, he hooked both of us up with one of those sweaters of his. He DJed for us. I gave mine to my English. girlfriend. Okay. And I, mine's just been in the closet. I haven't worn it in basically a year. Did some laundry, busted it out, and then, I, of course, I stain it in, in 48 hours of mm-hmm. wearing it. It was just like, I guess that's good, right? Because I, I would have stained my everyday hoodie. It's like, all right, I haven't worn this one in a while, but right. it's got character now. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was it. Good food, good eats, and I feel like I am, you know, I feel like... I'm not in my 20s because I did that. There's a lot of other stuff. Well, you're that You're not I sh- in your 20s, so that's right. And it took me three and a half years to feel feeling. that way. <laughs> I still like when I like I, you know I watch the NBA and I see some guy and he's you know I look at like Nikola Jokic on the Nuggets and I'd be like yeah that guy's older than me. I always because he's um, big and he's a man and he's talented. So, and then uh, he's like no he's 24. <clears throat> I watch Fuck. UFC a lot and you know they show the tail of the tape where it's like a picture of both guys and their attributes, their height and weight and everything, and. Uh, and I'll always see it's like, like come on <laughs> always, yeah it's like it's usually a guy younger than me he's got a full beard mad chest hair and shit and I'm like I don't know I picture myself in a tale of the tape picture and I don't look that old I don't look like a grown up to me you always said Steven Adams you know just like that dude is younger than big you big giant pirate man he looks like a pirate he looks like Captain Hook. He looks like he just came swinging in on a chandelier <laughs> with a sword in one hand and some pirate's and booty in the other. Dunking a basketball with his giant And cock. he's younger than me. It's, it's bonkers. But I actually, I've thought about that many times. It's like, does that ever leave? Like, at what point do I acknowledge? Maybe 40. I'm his maybe elder. I, maybe I'm like, I hit 40 and I'm like, come on, man, you're 40. Because even now, look at me. I'm trying to like keep both of us, but I'm older. I got, you know, I'm trying to get back to making rap songs for a living because i've had like almost a year off you're buying digital playing cards i mean trading cards i mean Uh, they're called moments (laughs) what are they (laughs) they're called moments and it's my nba top shot dork shit dork shit that's what i'm doing best euphemism is dork shit yeah i have uh what what will amount to potentially wasted money (laughs) i've spent like 200 dollars on nba top shot on the last month or so and it started as a thing where my friend texted me a month ago, like, you heard of this? And I was like, I look into it for five minutes and go like, this is fucking stupid. I don't get it. It makes me feel old. It's, it, what is it? Digital fucking playing cards and what, what value do the, blah, blah, blah. I'm bored. I'm watching every goddamn Bulls game right, and wait, other no. NBA stuff. And then I'm like, you know what? Now I'm kind of interested. Let playing cards are like kings and aces. These are, what are they? They're, like basketball cards. Yeah, they're but they're digital. They're video clips. They're like a ten second clip, I'm three angles so of each shot. But it's, it's not so about lame. what the clip is. It's about the like rarity they're of it. They're so lame. You know what's lame is so a basketball black. card. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a Jordan rookie card that that <laughs> fan gave me. Wolf Blitzer was like, they're so poor and they're so black. Um, but yeah, I have. A, I had. A, I gave myself a budget. You know who's to uh, play around with an NBA Top Shot, and it's been fun, honestly. You know who's not poor and not black. Bad baby. I had like five more minutes to go on Top Shot. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. Did you see that uh, Bad Baby, start, she turned 18 this week? And what do you think she did on her 18th birthday? Take uh, a guess. You got to guess. She, Can uh, you guess? Yeah, she uh, she, she offered she something cake. to the public. Her tits. On a platform where titties are offered. <laughs> Come on, you're warm. <laughs> no, I'm just not playing your game because you already told me this days ago. <laughs> Bad baby started OnlyFans, boy. 
So have you subscribed yet? I have not. Uh, subscribed? I gotta say. Prescribed? I'm not one of these guys who's out here waiting for Bad Baby to turn 18. Well, I forgot about her three years ago. I wasn't waiting. I, you know, if, you know, if something turns you on, jack off to it. That's the way I see it. Well, maybe not if they're 14. <laughs> anyway, uh, she became a millionaire in six hours. How do you like that? For showing titty pictures or titty videos? I don't know what's on there. I mean... I would rather buy Top Shot moments, for sure, than yeah. pay f- to see her tits. Well, the way I see it is the, they'll probably come out in the wash for free on the internet, uh, you know, down the pike, yeah, so to speak. They'll just be like OnlyFans hub, where like it's just all the free trickle down. You can, you can find like on Pornhub and other sites like that, like... Uh, material from people's OnlyFans yeah. is term only jerks off to modern stuff. So he's got to search keywords like OnlyFans mask, uh, non-vaccinated. We've talked about that's this. your new fetish. I've jerked off to mask porn. Have you? Oh, me too. It's I wasn't looking hot. for it though. It just pops up and I go, "Ooh, it's a new one." I kind of like had the thought in my head from being out and about and being like, "Damn, these girls are like." There's something about a sexy girl in the first place is is alluring and awesome, uh, and then something about her a sexy girl with a mask is like I like it. Uh, but she got to cut a dick hole in it to blow you. Oh my God. That's yes. the only way to have safe sex anymore is to <laughs> through the mask. Um, yeah. In a, in a matter of six hours though, she showed a screen cap that she surpassed a million bucks. One million bucks. Oh, One cool. million bucks. You know, it's One like good million. for her, but also just keep everybody just keep playing into the fucking what we all hate about ourselves as a society. Right. That cool. We, keep, yeah. Everybody get, made her a millionaire. We all by wanting to wait from the time she was 14 on Dr. Phil to the time she was 18. Literally her 18th birthday. She's like, finally, I can legally show you my tits. And apparently millions also, of people are like, finally, I can jerk to them without having the ethical standard. Uh, <laughs> he would have found himself in an ethical soup. Uh because she also tried every avenue uh, in between, you know. To since, show tits as a minor? No, to like become uh, she didn't famous try. for no, some she, other she reason. She didn't try every avenue. She started rapping and it worked. Everything she does works. But it didn't. Like, she's not a big rapper. Nobody cares about her music. She's doing, I guarantee, monthly listeners on Spotify right now. More than us. And think about, you oh, come know. Come on, that's not fair. Yes, it is. That's absolutely <laughs> fair. She's like, oh, it didn't work for her. We do it for a living. And I guarantee you right now. Yeah, but. baby. Oh, she spells it with H's. What a dork. I know. Oh, yeah. Three and a half million monthly listeners. What do we have? 80,000? Yeah, on. totally didn't work. She's just trying Don't it out. the mystique. Unbelievable. <laughs> that makes me angry. It does make me angry. And I'd sooner listen to her music than I got excited to jerk off to the fucking, was a minor last week's tits. Again. Uh, Why is this news? Everybody. Yeah, no one's. But it's like people waiting for Britney Spears and then and, and Miley Cyrus. It's just like we we fetishize them as children, and then there's a big population that just can't wait to fucking like stimulate the economy and their ball sacks. She made a million dollars in six hours. I don't know one person who's given money to an OnlyFans account personally. Right, like anybody's. I but don't know anyone that's, personally. That probably speaks more about Granted, the, our company. I don't have a lot we of fan, keep, friends. Is, yeah, but that we we have decent friends where I wouldn't want to be associated. Fuck that. I mean, we I know don't. plenty of scumbags. <laughs> yeah, my best friends are all terrible. Um, but no, I don't. I don't know anybody who fucks with OnlyFans either, and I don't know. Like, I, I'm not trying to get them. Oh, you know what we need in our click? I know There's a guy who has a lot of OnlyFans subscriptions. Who I follow shit? one girl who's really hot, and I've seen her post that like her OnlyFans is free for the weekend. And I've been just the weekend. And I've he been can watch really it. compelled. Yeah, and I've been <laughs> really compelled to like make an account just to subscribe to her free one, and I still haven't. No, but uh, actually, so Daniel. 
whatever, Bad Baby, that's her name. Hmm? Uh, hers is like $23 or something. Like, who out there Everybody. is She's- actually... But not everybody, not me, not you. I've never met one of these people. Who and are it, and these people? And it's almost like, you know, people talk about it like it's this almost epidemic that there's these whores are making millions of dollars on OnlyFans, and it's like... Where is one person who's given money to them? I, I don't know him. It's like a Hillary vo- voter. Yeah, but I don't. There's a lot of people, and I don't think the silent majority. What's a What's a million divided by twenty three? You know, am I gonna have to do that? Of course. Okay. Do you think I had that? All right. Ready you steer the ship while I do math. One million. Matt's hitting zeros on the calculator, oh, and now he's hitting the divide. Divided by <laughs> twenty three. So you only need. 43,478 people. How many people are there in just America? She was a nationwide meme sensation, right. by the way. That's like nobody. That's nobody. That's the COVID and that's all it takes to make a million dollars. Which is nothing. Yeah. It's non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of COVID, did you the see The alleged this? COVID death toll. This is, uh, this is the Texas Rangers game. <laughs> Hell yeah! Today. Yeah! This is like right now. That's a lot of people. That's a full stadium for an MLB game and it's the first city to do it uh, you know since last I love March. that the video is on an account called Total Frat Move I think it's a, a site where you submit give me five bro yeah, yeah. up top let's now let's get back to doing something blatantly homoerotic <laughs> <laughs> hey Terry <laughs> I never heard of that you never heard of that ridiculous um, but yeah my friend texted me that and I was like you know it's not like I'm thrilled or I'm but uh, yeah I'm, I'm more the I like to see it I was like when it, someone's got to shoot the shot some cities got to try when is it going to be a year from now three five it's like you know someone's got to try and when how long are we willing to wait for somebody yeah it's going to stir up a bunch of shit but a, I think lot, a lot of people, of people are, are just to be outraged shit. and really concerned no I, i'd like to see it i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily miles away you're right i wouldn't necessarily feel like i were 100 safe sitting in that crowd at this day right now right in in texas where they've had no let them you're not there though so like let the but people doing it, yeah. something where you aren't at be the guinea pig i was watching a fucking knicks game the other day because i wanted to watch some d rose thibs taj gibson the old shit i just mm-hmm. like derrick rose was playing terribly but anyways new york knicks they have the msg they got their two thousand people up i watch every bulls game you know it's going to be much longer before Chicago lets people in the United Center. And I don't want to wait five years to wait, go to a Bulls game again. You're telling me I'm there's... I'm saying New York is letting people in for NBA there's games. There's 2,000 people in the game in New York. In New York. New York's got worse numbers than we do. Exactly. But it's a... Basically, the NBA, it's a, it's okay, but it's up to the city. It's up to each city. Yeah, so why are they more lenient? Exactly. We're um, the latest behind the curve, and I want to go to a Bulls game. Well, yeah, I don't know, like, maybe next season. Even if it is only 2,000 people and i got to pay more. That's like a thing where I would want to get back to the, quote, normal of doing that. But I'm seeing other cities where it's worse and the restrictions have been tighter in the last year, like New York City. Um, but I guess MSG is just a bigger place for events, and they got to get back to making fucking money out there. Yeah. But it's only 2,000. This looks like 40,000 fucking people. Yeah, and for people that are, like, outraged, I just think reserve your outrage until afterwards when you see whether or night whether or not <laughs> jesus christ whether or not like cases spike whether or night whether, whether or night <laughs> whether or not it's what they call a super spreader or whether or not a bunch of people wind up dying from it you know right and it's texas because, so it's mask optional you right know, they're on they're on a no mandate uh, so well, I'm, I'm sure there's lots the, of people wearing masks in the totally. in the game, you know. Yeah, like I said, I've been uh, down in Florida a shitload, 
And it's not like everyone's walking around licking handrails and fucking Yet. coughing in each other's faces. Most people wear the mask. It's just like, it's up to you. I also saw that uh, the governor of Florida just signed a law prohibiting vaccine passports. Good. Uh, last week, and I didn't hear anybody. <laughs> I'm sure they already were talking about it. I don't pay attention to whatever the fucking, I don't have my ear to the ground politically. Um, but I likened, on last week's episode, I likened... Uh, vaccines to passports and i was like we need a passport to go and i'm like i want to see spain so it sucks when it has to be in your bloodstream and then i see all of this it was trending the next day was vaccine passport and i also said like uh you know how is it not a lawsuit i wish we did a podcast every day so we don't have to wait a week to catch up on nike did sue lil nas x i was like how is this not a lawsuit it's some other guy's blood i'm glad that my assumptions end up being like what does happen a lot of times like oh at least like it's like, otherwise, what the fuck is going on here? Like, as far as I knew, you couldn't do that. Do you, you know? Think- and then that's what happens is like Nike sues and people fight back against this whole fucking passport idea, which is, you know, it's the opposite of free will. It's it's not liberty. It's fucking ridiculous. Right. And I think it's a whole different uh, discussion or argument because everything's a fucking argument nowadays than just like whether or not people should get vaccinated. Yeah. Whether or not you think... I should get vaccinated and you should get vaccinated is a totally different discussion than we should all have a vaccination passport, you know, that we have to show in order to get things or get that access to far too places extreme or things for, um, even I, look, we're, we are still in a, uh, pandemic and it is, this is Sham-demic. fucking scam too far. Isn't a hundred million people or more worldwide already vaccinated. And it, like you say every week, like the fucking survival rate, it's, you know, 97%. I say this every week? Yes. You say 97% oh. in some capacity every week. <laughs> Do I? I'm uh, one of those yeah. guys? You're one of those guys. Fuck! Um, no, wait. Hell yeah. I mean, it's uh, 96 oh, wait, I did the wrong one. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I also think that that is it's, uh, it's an overreach of authority. The, the whole vaccine passport thing. And I don't even, I haven't even been following what the legislation that was potentially considered. None of it. I just saw that and it's they, so those two words were associated and I saw that coming corruption. and I'm just like, right, yeah. that's not okay. <laughs> and, and just my point is just that it's a whole different discussion and people treat it like when you're against vaccination, the idea of vaccination passports that you're an anti-vaxxer. No, I will, people, these I will get are the way vaccine too simplified if it means nowadays. that I can get back to making money and we can tour sooner. Like, even if you wouldn't, I guess, like, I'd be more open to it because... Do you n- go set n- up an iPhone on a stool and I'll FaceTime in for the show. Just like seeing the there, Texas vaccinated. Rangers game is like, I want to see some things. I want to see people trying n- sooner than later because I'm not willing to lose another year or two of my life. We Like, we lost a year like every musician did for the most part. A lot of people did better than us and still got to move around but we played what like you can count on one hand how many shows in the last year and you can count on one hand right now how many shows we have booked this year yeah that is not okay for us like creatively productively financially as professionals it's not okay so i'm yeah like i'm not gonna go like rah rah for either side but yeah at this juncture i'm i like seeing people be allowed to move around more so and then yeah, you know what if it's a big disaster and everybody at that rangers game fucking dies We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, but we're not going to get to that bridge because that's not how it's fucking unfolding. It's no. just, it isn't. Um, so yeah, I want to go to a Bulls game and I want to play some fucking rap shows. If it means I can do it in two months more so, 
dude, it, like, isn't isn't that another thing about the vaccine? Is like it's it's guaranteed for like six months or just over six months. It's basically a fucking temporary. I, I read I read too many things, and I'm but if, if it too meant stupid. that I could go on a six month tour and internationally, like yeah, we should probably get it, and it'll be fucking useless six months from now potentially. I read They're too still, many. It's still in the like test phase. Conflicting you know? uh, statements and opinions, and I'm too stupid to give you yeah. anything with any. Uh, Assurance. Yeah, we should definitely move on because these are like trigger words for me now. It's like vaccine. <laughs> Ugh. I, it's, it's who gives a shit anymore. A, every corner you turn, everybody's got a, the same thing, the same discussion topic. Bad babies, tits, and vaccines. It's like, oh, who gives a shit anymore? You know what I mean? If I got to choose between <laughs> the two, though, I'm going cash me tits all day. If you could, if you, she'd let you titty fucker, but you had to be vaccinated oh to do God. it. What are we doing? Bring it on. <laughs> You can fucking shoot the vaccine into my cock. Hmm. What else? Is there... What's next? Either it's usually take a shot or it's highly recommended. Nobody died. But for good measure, we should probably take a keeping him in our prayers shot. Arf! DMX, dog. Come on. Oh, yeah! <laughs> that was like the biggest news I saw all week. Every day was like an update that was just saying it's the same as it was yesterday. I know. Um... But yeah, I saw that. And like, <laughs> to do, he's like, isn't he in his fifties? And I think he is fifty. He's fifty. Okay. And he OD'd. Right, and which triggered a heart attack, which then triggered like, a, you know, he's in a coma or like a lot of no brain function. On. So sometimes people uh, come back from that, but it definitely does not look good. And you know, fifty is not that old. Um, just when you hear a guy who's fifty, it's yeah, not that but, old, but he's he's, he's fifty DMX. in crackhead years, right. which is like one hundred and fifty. <laughs> it's dog years, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that sucks. Like the, all these signals right now point to that it's not looking good, and that it's, I would say more likely than not. I, I you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna pray for DMX here and not go off of what the articles I read lead me to believe. He's gonna be fine. So you're not gonna po up? No, I'm gonna po up. Okay, but I'm gonna. I'm, it's not because I anticipate bad news ahead. It's a, a celebration and a positive looking forward uh, <laughs> <laughs> attitude. Because, you know, that would suck. But seriously, though, you know how every time there's some, uh, you know, like now with the anti-Asian stuff and the gun violence or anytime basically there's a shooting, it, it goes through that rigmarole of the political, we need gun reform and whatever. Yeah. But now when you talk about like, like, look, DMX isn't like the, it would be bigger if it were fucking Kendrick Lamar or something. But it's like, at what point does somebody who's like beloved in communities Start like, all right, we need like, you know, uh, to end the war on drugs and we need to talk about uh, mental health and addiction reform. And like, that never happens. It's all just like, pray for DMX. And, but shouldn't there be a similar type of like next action? Like, it always predictably goes to like a political gun debate. You know, that the drugs and the fucking like addiction, how you treat an addict, basically. Like, yeah. Uh, no, uh, fuck it. The rap world's not going to be held hostage by the PC media, bro. But right. sure, there should I'm be people DMX. talking. I guess there probably are, and I'm not listening. But like, I just think this is like this is a dude at 50. DMX who just relapsed can't handle on, his I'm, shit, so I can't have a good time anymore. But we're talking about crack. You know what I mean? Like, so you smoke weed. Well, you drink crack. You got fucking espresso oh, yeah. coffee. Legalize everything. That's the, what I say. Uh, but honestly, yeah, that yeah. would be the better approach than to criminalize people who have like crack. you know. Problems. I've heard of like with heroin. When you stop for a long time and then go back, that's how a lot of people die is they go back after a long t break and they try and take the dosage they were used to, but now their tolerance 
and it, uh, and it's cut down. with different shit and the whole fentanyl discussion. But mainly, whatever, like, or for cocaine, and just heroin. the idea of they try and take what they used to take, and now their tolerance has gone down, and what they used to take is way too much for them to handle, and they die from it. Can that happen with crack? Is it the same? I guarantee that goes to anything that's you know also inorganic like that. We got to cook know it up. You can yeah. OD on crack. Sure. What? Of course. I feel like. I mean, I don't know for certain, but when I think about like the powder, you cook them up type of like cocaine and things that are cut oftentimes, cocaine, crack, uh, heroin, maybe PCP, angel dust. I don't know anything about that, but I'm guessing you could die from PCP. Um, yeah, like, I'm sure. All of these are like, it's not like magic mushrooms. It's like someone's cooking shit and the recipe is prone to change depending on what they cut it with, how much. Signs of a crack The purity overdose. of the, you know. But either way, this is like, we're, we're, nobody wants DMX to fucking die, but there's a dude in his 50s. I'm sure a couple people relapsing out there on want crack DMX and dead. He's probably just the most well-known, yeah, probably. He's, he's <laughs> just, just the most well-known one. full of guys. I'm not saying I agree with them, but, you know. And there, there's all this discussion these days about fucking, you know, like, Evanston just has some, it's like, they call it reparations, but it's not reparations. It's like housing or something. But they're, they're trying to push, like, reparations now. Uh, for certain yeah. communities, and they they talk about it more. But at what point do you just want to like, uh, you know, own? We're owning slavery from all those years ago. So I guess in a few hundred more years, we can own that like uh, crack was something that like the FBI was involved with and fucking ruined a lot of lives and communities. But nobody's right. trying to like. Well, that's the amazing part make up of, for uh, that or atone for that or focus on addiction <laughs> and these health crises. That was the amazing. If it's COVID, you know, we can talk about it all fucking day. But everything else is just oh, pray for him. The amazing part of Donald Trump's presidency was watching all, all these of people. <laughs> yes, it was pretty amazing. Uh, one amazing aspect of Donald Trump's presidency was watching all these people like uh, side with the F organizations like the FBI and the CIA who have been blatantly corrupt for decades. Right. You know, it's like, oh, I... The, the FBI is responsible for distributing crack cocaine to the black community and then they say something about Trump uh, that you agree with and it's like, the FBI has always been the forebearers of truth. <laughs> forebearers. Here's a shot. Did I use that word wrong? I don't know. I don't know what it means. The FBI have always been the pallbearers of truth. <laughs> it's, uh, Goldilocks I, uh, and the, the four bearers. I don't, I don't know why, but I uh, like informed my girlfriend the other day of who Paul Bearer was, uh, the Undertaker's manager. The Undertaker. You know what I'm talking about? He comes up. <laughs> he comes up from time to time. It was necessary. Yeah, we played Ass Man today. Yeah. You know, WWF stuff is always in rotation. It was necessary. Uh, where the hood, where the hood, where the hood at. Cheers to DMX and a speedy recovery. Clink. Speaking of South by Southwest earlier, remember when we were there, same year, uh, and Vanna Black was like, he ran into DMX on the street and he was like embarrassed because yeah. he called him dog. He's like, oh, what up, dog, or something? And then DMX like barked at him and turned around and walked away. <laughs> yeah. Why was he embarrassed? That's the coolest story ever. I didn't understand either, but I also don't know the culture. <laughs> I didn't fucking know. I was like, what is that? That's his whole gimmick. What if you call Snoop Dogg dog? Is that he's going to be like, fuck you, motherfucker? And I'd be like, like okay, no, that's the right you. thing to call him, right? You baited me. Fuck you. Um, My brother used to have a, I wasn't done with The Undertaker. My brother okay. used to have a, a a piggy bank of The Undertaker. And when you put a quarter in or any coin. You're really, the blunder maker. It would, uh, it would go, The Undertaker, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a radio jack. The blunder maker, rest in peace. Oh, uh, okay. So we did bad baby's tits. We did. I would love chunk. to do bad baby's tits. Remember <laughs> when you were a kid and do meant fuck? 
Or potty. Do it. Did you make do? No, no, no. I never had that. <laughs> we would just say, did, did you, you make? make? Yes, did you make? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you're going to say do, say it twice. Did you make doo-doo? Uh, well, yeah, you got the... Um, Oh, yes, of course. The Spoodles. Yeah, I got Bad Baby queued up. Highly recommended this week. Bad Babies. Bad Babies Only Fans. Bad Boobies. Look at her barely legal tits. Seriously, though, like, Bad I think boobie. I talked about this a year ago or something, but, like, when they have those numbers online that are, like, 1-800-WE'RE-18, and all those, like, late-night Comedy Central type yeah. of ads that used to be um, Girls Gone Wild, and now they're those type of sites where, like, Riley right. Reed's on your TV saying, I'm 18. And same thing with the Britney and the Miley and the fucking Bad Baby. Isn't that like that's catering to the pe- pedophiles? It's, it's like, not pedophile. Okay, to say this, we're eighteen, yes, Matt, it is. Uh, Gates, dude, Gates, which is it? You Listen, know what I'm talking about? F- the no, actually, like, I avoid these fucking stories that mean nothing. He's to like me. flying like some seventeen-year-old out to fuck him, and everyone's like, "He's a pedophile." Like a thirty-five-year-old guy, thirty-eight. Fucking. Why are you asking me? I said I don't. I haven't read one story <laughs> about this guy. I've never heard of Senator from where? Uh, a 38-year-old fucking a 17-year-old is not a pedophile. Especially if that 17-year-old has like big awesome knockers. But and here's a booty my that point. Don't quit. When you when, like bang when, and a when booty people, like pow. When you launch an OnlyFans on your 18th birthday or when there's girls holding their 18th ID in the porn, uh, I turned 18 or uh, Now that's dirty. Or those commercials that are like 1-800 we're 18. We're right. all 18. That's like that's legally speaking the only way you can advertise, that's the, the lowest you can go to advertise. But other people out there can easily pretend they're 15, but it's like, oh, if they're 18, that's as close as I can get. And that's legally, everybody still pushes it. It's still like, you know, media making everybody a fucking disaster. They are comfortable with that. And it is because it's legal, but it's like, I, I'm not... I don't give a shit about bad baby's 18-year-old tits. It's not to say that I don't see young girls and go, wow, they're hot. But it's not like my thing is I'm just, I, yes, 18. And if they're in their Honestly, 20s, they're fucking too old. I cared more when they were 14-year-old tits because they're more alluring. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same thing about when she's a piece of shit, she's hotter. And you can jerk off better when you're shittier. Yeah. It's like if she's younger and I'm a pedophile. 100%. So, so you're, okay, if 38 and 17 is not pedophilia... You at whatever age you were and 14, what is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do we call that? <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't think uh, a, a grown up, whatever age, fucking an 18 year old. No, it's legal. You use the word pedophilia, it's, it's, though. It's uh, so I saw one socially person, uh, unaccepted by some because this senator, what is he, a congressman? So senator? Don't ask me so about this the guy Google anymore. Right I'm trying to talk about original thoughts on my podcast. <laughs> uh, learn I, about this guy who I've seen in the fucking headlines all week. I saw somebody was saying that, uh, how old is he? He's from Florida. And somebody was like, so he's, a, he's a congressman. He's flying the girl out. So they're trying to call it sex trafficking. It's like flying a girl to where you are to fuck her. I don't think that's sex trafficking. Is that literally the extent of, I think I don't like, know. Yeah, he's seeing somebody. This he is, is the TPS Reports podcast. We don't know what we're talking about. If you about. look, from day one, I always put the description <laughs> of the show is that Terminax <laughs> shed a, a very, very dim light. light. <laughs> don't forget. Don't overlook the bio. So from what I know, he was flying a 17-year-old girl out uh, to fuck him, and he was like paying her money through Cash App. Now, I don't know if it was like legitimately like, I am paying you for the fuck that we just... Had, or if it was just or like she sugar got daddy. my dinner, even though I'm a 38 year old congressman, I let her pay for dinner. Of course, it's for the fuck. 
Uh, no, what else he's paying. He's paying her. Exactly. Um, for sex. Yeah, so, and then there's like, I saw this sex worker person who was like, really getting hung up on the fact that they're using the word sex trafficking and they're like, this is not sex trafficking and to, you know, hyperbolize it and call it sex trafficking, you know, it makes sex workers look worse yeah. and, and, uh, and supporting sex work is something that's supposed to be a liberal philosophy. But the, the statement is that he's a pedophile and a sex trafficker or whatever. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He is not a sex trafficker because it affects her. And she's like, don't use the word sex trafficker. Don't throw it around like a football. And I'm like, what about the word pedophile right there? She's like, he's totally a pedophile, but he's not a sex trafficker. I'm like, I don't think he's either. I think he's probably a creep. He's I hate to a- do it. I like to give you the rope to hang yourself in these topics. But I was Always. on the TCG podcast a few weeks ago. And the Chris D'Elia thing came up or Hell whatever yeah. was, you know, four weeks My ago. My dude. Then. But I couldn't help. But it was, they were talking about child porn. And it Why? was like, <laughs> no, because that's the charge against him is child pornography. Is he really charged? I don't know if it's a charge, but that's like the accusation because of what was found or whatever. But that's how it is when like he, what he was doing a was naked flirting picture. with fucking ton- dozens or hundreds of girls. Some of them ended up being under 18. Right. But a lot, whoever it was, they probably sexed. Say, like, hey, show me a picture of your titties or whatever. And to just be like, yeah, to have a 17-year-old, even if, even if it's not solicited. We've had girls, I wish it were more recently, of age girls. But like uh, back in the day, people used to send tits just unsolicited to right. Palmer Square's Instagram. And I don't know how old those titties were. And you, and if you only can. And if you only saw the tits, it could have been a Daniel Brijoli. It's not like you're it's not like capable they were, of doing that They still. were womanly. They were luscious. Voluptuous. <laughs> yeah. Two handfuls. I'm just saying, how do you... It's weird to like, if that's what it was, but I don't know. I don't know the extent of which, but if it's like, if he's saying, oh, I know you're 16 and I want to see your tits. A naked then, picture. Then yeah, that uh, would be the line. But contextually... If, if somebody sent you a video or tits and that happened to be on your phone or your card right. or your drive or whatever, it is. it's like, really? That's that what we're calling a, child porn? We according gotta, to the U.S. government, a naked picture of a 17-year-old person is child porn. And I think that's a, that's a real stretch. Yeah, because... Especially if she's got like a full-ass body, ass body, and she's, you know, she's like an OnlyFans type of chick who likes to flaunt her sexuality... Yeah, uh, but also but even if you're 17 or I think if you're 18, there was a case of this last year and it was a dude whose girlfriend sent him nudes. She was 17 and he was arrested for having child pornography and he was like 18 or 17. Man, I got arrested. Himself. I swear to God, I got a ticket for having possession of marijuana and it was point two. I didn't think it counted. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't it's see like, the correlation totally, but you're right. It didn't count. You're saying it, it's a fine line, I guess. It's like if you can scrape together enough flakes to be like, well, legally, yes, that's a charge. That's get it on the books. But seriously, would anybody look at somebody who had some flakes in the bottom of their container as being like, I don't know, like a, a drug threat? Yeah. You know what I mean? Not really. I don't think so. There's nothing dangerous about it. You're a, but I think child pornography and pedophilia it? is a real problem. And in the case of 17-year-olds sending titty pics, that's probably not the same thing. We shouldn't be equating. Oh, he had, Not at all. He had 17-year-old titty pics in his phone and the child porn. No, that's just like, you know, once Me Too was a whole, you know, last year, I guess, fucking Christ, it was three years ago now, but then like, what, Aziz and uh, what's the, the At Midnight guy, Chris Hardwick, all these things where it's like they tried and then the argument kind of became, well, that's taking away from the real victims and the real but allegations. those guys still like kind of lost out. 
No, they did, and they probably shouldn't have in comparison, and it probably minimized the actual severity of other totally. cases in the Me Too movement, just like I think this is going to minimize real child trafficking or child pornography stuff when we're looking at a guy who's like, we're going to celebrate, it's all cool to look at bad baby's titties on her 18th birthday, but maybe the girl that this congressman was dating is a few months away from her 18th birthday, but he's a child pornographer? Right. Get the fuck out of here. Like, that's not... It, there has to be some sort of statute within like the year or two <laughs> leading up to be calling it a child. Clearly they're not like legal adults, but there are we really going to call it? We went over this when Dylan was last on and Chris D'Elia was a fresh topic and we were uh, debating it. The good old days. And there was some comedian who he knows uh, of who had a quote about like, there is technically a different term for, you know, being attracted to, you know, between whatever age, 14 yeah, and 18 creep. or whatever. You're a creep. But yeah, the whole, the guy's, <laughs> the guy's whole point is that like, uh, but when you get to the point where you're making those different, uh, differentiations, I don't know. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, uh, I've avoided this story. I lost steam with someone else's quote. I, I don't care what his quote I, is. Yeah, I can't pretend like I get, really give a fuck about this guy or this story. But that, I mean, he's knowing a, what the little I know, that's how I feel about it. He's a Republican dude who people have no, I had don't a care. reason I don't to want not... you to teach me. This is like, no, no, this is no, the flavor saying. of the week that everybody's talking about, and we won't be talking about it in nine days, and he's it's a, like, who really gives a shit? He's a guy who Let people him deal with his fucking dirty laundry. already have a reason to not like, so when they're given an opportunity to call him a pedophile, they love it, and they don't really look into like, well... Is this guy really a pedophile? Am I being hyperbolic here? They're just like, fuck yeah, I get to Matt say Gates, a terrible thing. Here's about a headline a guy from Newsweek like. from 46 minutes ago. Matt Gates says critics want him to, quote, criminalize his prior sex life because their, quote, ideas suck. Now we're just getting into a bunch of girlish fucking t- He has been hanging out with 17 year old girls. Their ideas suck, so they just hate me. They don't invite me to stuff because their ideas suck. <laughs> I just saw KD, fucking Kevin Durant, beefing oh. with fucking Michael Rappaport. And on Twitter, and first of all, Michael Rappaport, another at least 50-year-old dude, screen grabbing what an DMs and going, look, look. douchebag. And then you read the Michael KD Rappaport shit. Become. And even though I'm, I'm on Durant's side in this, he's still like, he you, you worship men's cocks, you cum guzzler. It's like, what are you fucking in eighth grade? A it's man like, I get it, but calling another man a cum guzzler when they're both <laughs> over the age of thirty. <laughs> come on. It's awesome, but it's also very it's it's awkward. But listen to us, he you said know, he, we come on here and talk about farts. He and, tiptoed around calling him a faggot. He called him everything else yep. that he could have without saying the and word. It didn't faggot. help because there's write ups about like the homophobic slurs exactly. he used. You might as well like, just called him a faggot. Right. Um, he kind of went above and beyond. But yeah, I guess Michael Rappaport, who's a... Yeah, for, I don't even know if people listening to this podcast will know who the fuck that is, because in our childhood, he was a comic and, and an actor. And now an I don't actor. know what he is anymore. A, a wannabe sports commentator and a fucking... Copland was great. Uh, what else did he do? He did the Tribe Called Quest documentary, which was great. Oh, he directed that. Yeah, and it was great. But it's great because Tribe Called Quest is great, not because Obviously. he's fucking great. He does uh, love, yeah, no, New York hip hop. No, but I've liked him in things. He's, you know, I liked him in Copland. He was on Louie, where he also he, played. That was a good episode. I mean, yeah, it was well a done. A cop who is an insufferable in douche. land. <laughs> Maybe he was great in that because he really is a douche, and he was, you know, he didn't have to work very hard. Played a fucking uh, simple-minded, easily impressionable white supremacist <laughs> in higher learning. 
He was in a, Oh yeah, he was the Nazi in High Horny. Yeah. He was the pop. He was the guy in Pop Copy, the Chappelle Show sketch. Who's like, <laughs> yeah. excuse me, sister, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> anyway, so that's Michael Rappaport. <laughs> uh, a few months ago, he tweeted something criticizing Kevin Durant, who was doing a fucking post game interview. Well, a few years ago, he just like tried to become relevant on social media, uh, and he's like, he's always just a loud mouth and a like. Have he's these a shit talker. Yeah. Loud mouth shit talking interactions with other more famous people. And uh, he started doing this thing where he would like repost viral videos with voiceovers as if he's the one filming it, and it it just makes me sick. Um, and then I saw like really recently he got into some thing with Barstool Sports, and he was suing the the creator of Barstool Sports because they fired him and they sold a T-shirt with of him his face with a clown nose. So he was trying to sue them, and he recently lost that lawsuit against them. Like, he's just—it's not been good for Michael Rappaport <laughs> on the internet with young people. But the, the he thing just is, looks he's like a douche for it again. A lot of times. And a, yes, and he's—he's—he's he's, he's the shit talker. So he shit talks somebody, and then they take offense to it. They shit talk back, and then he screen grabs it and shares it. Like, look, he—he he mentioned my wife. Oh, he said pull up. You know the Addy pull up. He—he he was gonna kick my butt. He sounds like a fucking dork. Anyways, here's the here's the interview, which was from December. That uh, prompted Rappaport to Kevin, tweet about uh, it. That was talk about you coming back for the playoffs. Michael last Rappaport year, so doesn't even have anything really, to do with it. No, he's clearly watching this game. He has nothing to so do it's just with Barkley the Barkley interviewing Durant, and Durant is like, and Barkley asks him, "This is this is uh, not giving him a lot of attention." He poorly phrases the question to allow Durant to answer. He basically asks and answers a question to Durant. Just been working on your game, trying to get back your timing and conditioning. Really, be, to be honest, correct? Yeah. And Durant just lost a game, and he just goes, yeah. <laughs> and it was awkward. Well, for this is like Marshawn Lynch is everybody's hero because he does this shit. Exactly. So he does that, and then Rappaport, I guess, is tweeting. I already sound like a fucking girl. It's like, oh, and then she didn't invite me to my fucking birthday. It's and then like, he tweeted <laughs> this, and she tweeted that. Um, but yeah, he, he hits him up and like, do the Scumbags. fucking interview. You look like a pussy. Just answer the questions. Like, you lost the game. Fucking just, you do the interview, and you have respect. And he just, he talks shit to him, and then months later, Durant, fires back with a bunch of shit saying you know you're a bitch uh tell your baby daddy chuck to be better at his job and frame his questions better he gave me two options for that dumbass answer yes or no and then he's like uh pussy ass want to lawyer up talking about the barstool thing your wife mad as fuck because you wasting a little bit of money on lawyers because you can't take a, a joke how pussy are you like that that and then like four other screen grabs of whole messages. You know, there's no. Go to the cum goes. Read, read the cum I, I, I don't know which form. fucking screen grab it's from, man. It's it's all right. We got all day. <laughs> uh, you a bitch for even caring how I do an interview. All you do is cocksuck other men for attention. Trump, Trump <laughs> all you do is cocksuck other sentence. men for attention. Yeah, I would title the episode that if I could. Trump didn't pay attention. Why would you? Sorry well, why wouldn't you phrase it? All you do is suck other men's cocks. <laughs> and then he says, "Your life is a joke. You fucking pale cocksucker." <laughs> he says, "Cocksuck other men." Uh, get some sun. It's fucking with your brain. Piece of <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, he calls him a cum guzzler at one point. Anyways, you see all these screen grabs pop up, and it's like, aren't you both fucking successful adults? Or are you fucking 14-year-old women? Yeah. I'd, I'd like to think that, like, I haven't gotten into even, like, a DM fucking spat with somebody where, look, people have caught me on the wrong day. People have caught me on the wrong day where I fucking just start responding and say, go fuck your mother, you oh, piece yeah, of garbage. Oh, yeah, was there some asshole cunt? <laughs> 
Some guy who's a cunt. Yeah. And look, people are cunts. And you know what I didn't do? I forget what it was about. I didn't just leave it. I came on here on my microphone on my right. platform and I use my words because I don't feel, I feel like a fucking girl tweeting back and forth with people in their 50s. You know, it's, it's bogus, but, um, you know, good for Kevin Durant for, I guess, shit talking back to the shit talker and making him cower a little bit. Like, yeah. Look, he, he said he was going to, he said stuff about my wife. Yeah, and there's a, another part where he says, like, yo, I, a, I know where you live, or, like, pull up on the corner store. I'm going to go there right now, and but that type of shit. it also Con- confrontational. does get extremely douchey on Durant's part at the end, where it's like, doesn't he say something about, like, he was just kidding? You know, I was just playing. That was this something how we, else. Yeah, you talk all this shit, and... Uh, you know, this is just how we bad, talk, bro. I thought. My, yeah, it was, it was all pretty of it, cringe. All of it is cringe. But then you got to pick who's less cringe. That That's this whole country in a nutshell. Well, the lesser Rappaport of two cringes. Dunk, so... Yeah, it's KD all day, D. Um, but enough about killing time with the stuff I don't care about. I need to know what album you listen to, Doug. <laughs> Highly recommended. If I can spend all week ignoring that Matt Gates story and, and just knowing it's going to come up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Made Tom Hanks' son to do the, <laughs> the commentary this week. It's going to be a white boy summer. Big up! Lot of mercy, rude boy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, lots man. Lots of mercy. Lots and lots of mercy. This rude week's boy. highly recommended album is a compilation brought to you by Sly and Robbie. Sly and Robbie presents Taxi. BT dubs real quick. I still have Bad Baby's homepage pulled up. And of her top five most popular, the featured of four of them, Lil Yachty, Lil Baby, Kodak Black, and Tory Lanez. I don't think she's trying anymore. I told you I it's not it. fair. <laughs> now back to Sly and Robbie presents oh. Taxi. This fucking bop, bop, bitch bop, over here. Blah, blah, blah. Following the launch of their taxi imprint in 1979, Jamaica's so-called Rhythm Twins Rhythm. quickly became established as the island's most innovative and successful producers, issuing a series of hugely popular 45s. By way of introducing their music to the world at large, Island issued Sly and Robbie Present Taxi in 1981, with the album swiftly topping, topping fuck, come on, you got it. The reggae album, <laughs> Listenings. It is a compilation. Sly and Robbie are only one song. This is Jimmy Riley. This is what lured me in. Is this fucking kick-ass uh, The Tamlins cover of Smiling Faces. <laughs> yeah, get, get the hanks in you, bro. Big up, big up the whole island. Massive, it's your boy. Smiling faces. The youth, them where are the kings are. <laughs> you wake up this morning and we see the thing turn up. Internet gone mad. Respect, you don't know. The soul father, yeah. Why does he do this? Ah, <laughs> 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 what? Booyaka, booyaka. Is that Tony Tim the Tiger? The Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of tea alliteration either way, but we got it. Big up. Nah. 
every song. This was a front to back one. Uh, Merry Go Round. Love this song. Just like a merry go round. I haven't listened to reggae in some time. I will say that. I was in an Irie movie. I was in a big uh, reggae phase in my younger years. Everybody goes through the Marley phase, right? And then you branch out into the Peter Tosh and then the fucking Wailers and the. Who was that other band I really liked? Fuck. Uh, Steel Pulse. No, that wasn't them. Uh, Toots and the Maytals. Nope, it's got music. Sorry, this, this, yeah, Chet Hanks isn't gonna play music <laughs> and talk in Caribbean. <laughs> uh, yeah, my highlights here are smiling faces sometimes, merry go round. Even though it's Sly and Robbie's compilation, their "Hot Your Hot" song, not my favorite on the album. It's all about Wailing Soul's "Sweet Sugar Plum." <laughs> he dropped his phone. <laughs> I didn't want the listeners to, to realize uh, I got too <laughs> how dumb you were. Listen to I did want them to realize Listen that. To Check that. So good. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> Sweet sugar plum plum. This actually, just listening to this, it makes me. I'm. I am. I'm ready for a white boy summer. I am ready for summer, dude. I just bought an Sweet air pump. Sweet sugar plum plum. I just bought an air pump for my fucking deflated basketball. I'm going to go shoot hoops this week, you guys. White boy summer. Commence. Oh, it's good stuff. Uh, and then uh, Drunken so Master. Drunken Master, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out by General Wait Echo. a minute. Oh, this is a compilation album? It is a compilation gotcha. reggae album presented by Sly and Robbie, Jamaica's two rhythm twins, rhythm leading twins. producers, Big. who in 1981 started compiling these, uh, these reggae compilations to show reggae to the world. So it's... Uh, the artist is, it's various artists, but it's usually found under Sly and Robbie. I also right. love Bad Baby's choice of track title. I've always get enjoyed titling over a Bad track. Baby. You're telling me to get over Bad Baby? You're telling me to get over Bad Baby? <laughs> I'm interested in her body, not her Spotify page. I've always liked titling songs or like, I don't know, it's interesting to me, like yeah. finding the right title or being non-conventional sometimes or We've talked right before about how sometimes it has to do with what the producer titled the beat sometimes rarely yeah you know sometimes it even results in what we end up writing about and the theme of usually the song. it's about that and then sometimes it's like even like with the song comeback everybody's favorite song it's like come together is a other song already and it's like right come back together is too and then i was like let's combine the words so it come has this like on my back not only like come back together but like come like back a comeback. you know like all of us need to have a uh, like a collective victory on the horizon for the terrible losses we all took the last year you know what i mean and it's like yeah. just to me you find the best option uh and then she's got gucci flip-flops geeked bestie hi bich not bitch but hi bich and uh, Babyface Savage. Yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't title songs that. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't listen to any song titled that. <laughs> I'd make a song titled that, but I wouldn't front or hate if everybody hated it. But, you know, that's easy for me to say, because she's not only a verified artist, but has 3.6 million monthly listeners. God damn it. Good for her. And she made a million dollars in six hours showing Dude, her boobies. look at the... You know how much money we... You, just think real quick about how much money we make every few months off, like... 
stream revenue on like Spotify money. And that's that's off of the eighty to ninety thousand monthly listeners we have. And it's not terrible. We need more, but it's it helps. It's it's, nice. It should be more. She's making millions off of this. She's making plenty of money off I don't of know musical about millions. Loan. Over time, yeah. Oh yeah, not in a year, over not time. in a given year. But these songs are making millions of dollars. Guaranteed. Ours are not, by the way. We have a, a fraction. Let's do some more math. What's 3.6 million divided by 80,000? Is that how you do? How does, how does our percentage of her listenership, how do, you, how do you do that math? I honestly don't know. I'm really not the guy to ask. Look, it's, it's a little bit. I bet it's like less than 5%. <laughs> Somebody call in next week and do the math for us. Please. Can you calculate how many, what the percentage of also, the Palmer Square's monthly Spotify listenership is in comparison to Bad Bad Babies. More importantly, if anybody listening did subscribe to Bad Babies OnlyFans, could you send the Palmer Squares some screenshots of her naked photos? Or just the login, and we can share. You know, yeah, we, but we they might not want to trust us with their password. It might be a change the password, password to Palmer Squares One Two Three. This is a great idea, <laughs> you guys. What's stopping you? Uh, all right, we can move on to some fan questions. Sweet sugar plum uh, plum. Damn, we might need to take another shot. I know you want it. Dum dum. Pow up, bruh. Uh, Pull me up some bush. Okay, right off the bat, I don't want to play this. I'm going to tell you right now, it's um guy following up about the UFC thing from last week. So I have, I have no interest in this. Do you want to do got, it? Yeah, I got more. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, Chase, I'm at <clears throat> I'm at work right now, you know, showing people my dick and shit. Listening to the podcast, and I wanted to clarify what uh, something I meant about the UFC thing was like, I didn't mean just Michael Chan. I understand that you know people get in and fight for the title and that shit happens. I just meant I'm I'm just tired of them playing fucking favorites. You know, I've been watching the UFC for so like tell me who deserves it five six years now. Whoa! And, I mean, Conor McGregor is a fucking perfect example. Dana owes you Dude, everything, it's bro. It's still ranked like what <laughs> fourth or fifth or something. No, I don't think and so. And he, every time he fucking loses, they give him a a rematch right away. Like it happened with the Nate Diaz. Dude loses, he gets a rematch right away. Well, and then instead of doing the. Tri- he did beat Dustin Poirier the first time, so they're one and one. And Dustin Poirier was like immediately saying he wanted the rematch. He knows what's up. And he'll it probably was, pursue a, uh, what's it called when you do three? Trilogy, right? If the money were there and Connor were on board. They are. They, they're booked. doing three. Okay. July 10th. I had no idea. Uh, I'll shut the fuck well, up. that's his point. And that's the reason that he's... Guy, the, sh- the floor is yours. And that's the reason he's not fighting for the title is because he decided that he would rather fight Connor in the trilogy match. Now, call me crazy. Didn't we do all this last week what is the clarification the reason uh, i mean it's all that's like you don't need to justify why conor mcgregor gets the treatment he gets like i said last week uh seven or eight of the top 10 all-time ufc buys are his cards you know yeah he's the biggest cash cow they have also he's ranked number six under tony ferguson who's Money lost talks two in a row and bullshit it fucking hits the <laughs> bricks baby all right keep going um guy okay they're like nah connor's just gonna fucking move on the dude like, he beat Cowboy, who at this point everybody knows is a gatekeeper. At 170. He beat Cowboy at 172, which shouldn't have anything to do with lightweight rankings. What's Cowboy's normal weight class? He, he, Did he go down or up to he, play? Uh, to he used fight to fight at lightweight, and now he, goes, he fights at 170. Okay. So that, he fought, his last win was Eddie Alvarez. That was what? Fucking 2016? So, like, it's just his fuck, only how the win fuck at lightweight. is he still that high up in the rankings? And then... You have people fighting people way lower than, like, you know, Leon Edwards is a perfect example of that. 
the dude's been fighting people below him, beating the fuck out of him. I understand he was injured recently, but, like, <clears throat> you know, j- basically, if you're not good at talking shit, like, it doesn't matter what you're ranked, man. And I understand that, you know, they are, they are, you know, meant to make money and all that, but at the same time, it is a sport. And it should, you know, I was watching an interview with GSP recently, and he was saying, like, it should be, you know, the second guy fights the third-ranked guy. The totally, I totally guy fights agree. The fifth-ranked guy. Like, but they'll have people who are in line for a championship fight fighting people who are ranked, like, 10th and shit. You know, how they handled the Nganu fight was perfect, because Nganu lost, he had to go back down, fight a couple more people to get a shot at Stipe. I don't understand why the fuck they can't do it like that all the time. I mean, I do understand why they they don't do it that way, but it's just kind of bullshit. So that's what I meant about the whole Michael Chandler thing. Uh, Shamucha. Didn't you say you weren't going to call in for a while? No, she's much. I'm just kidding. Uh, comment term? No, oh, we got it. It's, it's all I'm, it's all clarified now. He doesn't have any questions. He knows everything. He knows what's up. He knows yeah. why they do what they do. Right. I don't got to tell him. I feel like I should have taken my piss during the um guys. Oh, UFC. 100%. Fuck. Here's another thing. People got more shit stories. Let's drink more future piss. There's a, there's. There, I have. Sh- do we want to do more shit stories? Because I have. I'm a not couple. dying too. I'm not either. You okay. know. And I don't want to disrespect the fans. We'll though, listen you know to them I mean? on our own. We'll have fun. Will we? Wink, wink. Nudge, all right. Nudge. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna push the shit story all the way. I to love the getting end. my shit pushed in. Maybe we'll. You got come weed back. in here? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You got a hit of weed for your boy. Here's what we're going to do. Can I take a hit of weed and then the shot and then blow out the hit like I'm partying? Only if you wait for me to piss. Fine. Okay. Intermission. Sweet sugar plum plum. Ba bum bum ba bum. I know you want something. My love. All right. Did it. <laughs> I caught a fucking glimpse of my dick in the mirror when I took that piss, and I just like manscaped my pubes up this morning. Look at nice. <laughs> Looks awesome, dude. <laughs> Not like size wise or nothing, but you know what I mean. It's just like fresh looking. Like if I sent my dick, like a picture of it right now, to an older lady congressman or a dude, or a dude. It's child porn, dude. They can't differentiate. My dick looks smooth as eggs right now, and my balls flying you out. <laughs> okay, let's play some of flying you out on Cash App Airlines. Oh wait, this is Um Guy again. Uh, we got our pal Gosh calling in. Hey Squares, it's Gosh. I'm just hanging out with my cat in my sunroom. Can you say hello? Gosh. Nothing. There okay. we go. Count <laughs> That's it. my cat, and we're just hanging out. Anyway, point is, I have a question. The question is, if you both got stranded on a deserted island, had no way off it, no contact, no anything like that. It's deserted. Which one of (laughs) you would resort to cannibalism first? (laughs) Like, who do you think is more opted to resort to cannibalism? (laughs) That's that's my question. Later, fuck faces. (laughs) So, obviously, it's deserted, so one of us has to eat the other, right? It's not about, like, resorting to cannibalism on a sinking ship. It's about you versus me. There's a lot of factors here. Yes. You have been taking Muay Thai a couple months, and I don't know if you're at the level of, like, kicking dudes' asses yet. So, if the island desertion were, like, this month, I might still have a shot. But if we're going to go, like, a year down the road, island desertion... 
he's going to have a whole new skill set. He's going to have to like register his fists as weapons. You know? Right. So <laughs> it's not so much about who is capable of eating. So you can't just of, take a bite. You got to take the other person yes, out and then start eating. Part of being capable of cannibalism is, you know, having the manpower. Literally, I have to eat a man to, to get nutrients and power. To kill energy. someone to eat them, you know? No, I so, really like, you know, it's funny because I have thought about this. Like, could I kill slash eat a, <laughs> a human? And I don't think so, you know? But I've never been in this life or death. Haven't desert, we talked desert on here about like how if there was a, like a restaurant that served human, would you eat it? Probably. Oh, wait. What did we say? <laughs> Because, yes, we were talking about Chrissy Teigen, and people were like, she eats babies or whatever, because she posted, she likes pizza or something. She swallows loads. She likes pizza. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, and people were, people think, you know, Q, P, uh, Pizza Gate. QP? Quarter pound? Pizza. <laughs> pizza means kids or something. Uh, <laughs> but I had said then, um, come on, who hasn't gotten high and had the discussion like we're having right now? Yeah, Desert Island is a classic bit. Cause, oh, because part of their evidence, quote unquote, was that like there was a video of someone asking her if she would eat a person in a, like, if she would eat human meat if it was presented to her in a fancy restaurant. She said yes. And I'm like, I, I would say yes to that question. If it was right. like, if I was assured that it was like the meat was cleaned and it was cooked very well by a, a chef, but it's human meat. It's like, yeah, I, I would try it if I'm in a fancy restaurant. And that's a very different question than like if your the life depended on dead. survival. You know, if you had if if your life depended on survival, is <laughs> if you had to survive, and you don't have to. It, this is it's like a fancy, classy restaurant dish, some tapas. Like everybody gets a little toothpick full with yeah. a little human. This flesh. is like uh, your leg roasted over a campfire. On right. Honestly, I don't even know if I could make a campfire to cook Term's leg. Another you factor know, of like, are you capable of eating someone? Can you make I, a fire? Maybe I'd rather just die with my best bud together than like try to choke down his raw flesh because I can't make a campfire. Not yeah. only do I feel like a cuck bitch because I can't make a survival fire, but I got to eat my best friend. It's like a, that's a terrible way to die. I'd rather just like starve and hopefully you starve too and we go out like fucking uh, Thelma and Louise. I haven't seen it, but I imagine it's similar to that. Yeah, they don't starve to death. They drive off a cliff. But they do it together. We could uh, hold hands, and if and there's starve. a cliff on the other, yeah, <laughs> um, but that's that's realistically. Um, I know, I know, it's not as entertaining. Sorry, but uh, that's the way I see it going. Yeah, dude, we're bros. Neither one of us eats the other. We just both die of starvation. Okay, but for the sake of Gosh's question, who would be first to me? I'd fucking kill you, and then I'd eat you. I'm not gonna. And then I'd die of starvation these after days, all your meat is gone. These days, I'm not gonna dispute that like you could fuck me up, or we could take each other, or anything like that. I think I would. Uh, mentally lo drive myself fucking insane. Like my, my mental psychosis could maybe overpower any, a level of physical strength term could ever achieve. 100%. Like I could be so insane. I've said I will kill before. and eat this motherfucker, but I don't have like more, like I'm in worse shape, you know? You got the rage. I said it. I got the rage. I said it before. <laughs> I've been working on it. I'm doing Wait. good. I'm trying not to kill and eat people anymore. You said, I say that all the time that I've said it before. Those yes. words. I've said it before. Yeah. The words I've said it before are uttered on every episode. We of this say podcast. it. You say it more than me. I was. I was. As long as we're gonna pull the curtain back, I was. What have uh, I said before? Setting up that there should be like a a subs. Maybe a fan could help with this. And, we uh, should have uh, shock collars on. Is what it should be. Oh uh, yeah, like a subset of rules on the podcast of like like I always say 
I always liken whatever we're talking about to oh, it's like that George Carlin bit. Or so it's like anytime time act references a Carlin a tiny bit. bit of weed. <laughs> right? Have I mentioned that a lot? <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> but yes, sure, add it to the list. And then I felt like if term goes, and I've said this before, and we've always said this, and I've said this like we we Buzz. set up things we know we're not saying for the first time. We gotta let you know. It's a crutch, you know. It's a crutch, and I've said this before. But find all of our crutches, and then have some sort of like punishment. Like maybe we have to freestyle for thirty seconds. Mid up, like we have to stop everything. And That's he said, "Worse the, than uh, getting uh, electrocuted." Act sure. made a Carlin reference. I was just trying to find fun ways to make the podcast different in later months, but we'll see where that goes. Uh, in the meantime, wait a minute. Didn't you say you were going to take a hit of this bowl and then take a shot and then blow oh, the hit up? Dang it! <laughs> it's your hit, bro. Let's go. Where's the party at? Let's where the go. party at? Where the freaking Bacardi at? Whoa. Sweet sugar <laughs> plum plum. <laughs> Commence. Uh, I like that we do the Shot. podcast later now, and I just <laughs> I'm on my fourth drink, you guys. This is great. Okay, he's he's inhaling, so I'm gonna hand him the shot. We're not even cheersing. It's all about you right now. <laughs> Inhale and shoot. Oh, I'll take mine too. Oop. Cheers. Gulp. <laughs> and smoke came out. Smoke came out. Yeah. We're still rock and roll, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. He did. He said he was going to do it, and he did it. Let's do a... This looks like a short question. We're supposed to do, like, a What's line. What's up, douchebags? It's Chris. Uh, I'm fucking watching the stream here, and uh, I didn't get to watch it live. You're extra gay, though, but... Uh, You're the gay one. You suck. Are ridiculous. Wait, are who's you? gay? What do you say? He is, because he missed it live. End of story. Keep cool. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? Oh wait, I got drop your phone. You're gay though, but uh, no, he just like stopped talking. Ridiculous. Archie's cool. Your glasses are ridiculous, and Archie's cool. I mean, both right on both counts. That's pretty much it. Okay. But besides that, (laughs) if you would have said but besides that, there you would have (laughs) won, and you'd get nothing. Grand prize. You'd win the prize. Um. Yeah, they're my girlfriend's (laughs) glasses, and. That's it. Wow. Oh, well, that wait. story sucks. <laughs> wait, wait, no, let me do it again. You suck! <laughs> you blew it! They're, they're my girlfriend's glasses, and. No. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Come on. You didn't give me. They're my girlfriend's glasses. No! <laughs> 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 no! <laughs> they're my girlfriend's glasses. But besides that. Dude, how do we sample a. Can we have Zach send us an OG clip? Do we got to get it besides that for the end of we the gotta episode? We got to like wear a wire next time we hang out with him. Um, here is... Were you done? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, what's up, fellas? It's Thunder Titties here again. Thunder Titties. I did get Queso Lupa, by the way. Thunder Titties. He shared a thing on Instagram. It was him eating Taco Bell. And I was like, oh, I want a Queso Lupa just to reshare it. Yeah. 24 hours later, I was eating a Queso Lupa. And it was not good. I've had them in the past. You know what I mean? They're like, we're bringing it back. And then I, I'm like, I got, all right, I'm going to get one. It's an influencer. Dude, it was like cold and not melty. Like that commercial really sells it. It's like t- Taco Bell's advertising. Always on point. Never actually what it looks or tastes like. Some guy came to my uh, store saying, my fiance's pregnant. And I was, I just said, hey, that's good to hear, man. And he just, he said, yeah, it'd be better if it was mine. I and I didn't know what to say to him. It was so awkward. I guarantee, here's what happened. Thunder Titties awkwardly laughed and went, <laughs> long breath at the end. Is that similar to what actually transpired? So, 
I was just wondering while y'all were working, what was the most awkward experience you've had with customers and or coworkers? But uh anyways, smooches, uh you guys suck ass. I love you. <laughs> that's a good question, but one of those questions that's gonna be hard to just find a story. Right. You know what I mean? Uh like and when he says when you were working I picture like not on the road. I picture like when we had jobs no, like and having to deal with a customer pizza service. Pizza delivery guy. Yeah. I've had, uh, I mean, uh, I, I told that shit a couple months ago about similar to what um guy was saying, but like a, a sad drunkard lady that came into a the store I worked at and just like needed vodka at 930 in the morning on a Sunday and like we couldn't legally sell it. I'm not going to run that story back, but that was definitely like I'm so memorable kind of like a soul crushing for everybody involved like i work here she's a disaster right. my boss is ronnie from jersey shore situation no, I don't um, know. off the top of my head i don't have any experience of dealing with a customer who just, have one. Uh, just told me their wife was cheating on them or something you think he was joking something you think it was personal. like him trying to make a joke but it didn't land or like Doesn't seriously like he got cucked sounds sounds cucked hmm. um i remember when i had my first job when I was, I think I was 15 or just turned 16. Excuse me. Uh, I worked at a Baskin Robbins. 31 flavors, baby. Scoop and ice cream. And at, at one point, uh, this isn't like an awkward, it was awkward, but this isn't like what you're looking for. But I got like, I got robbed. Like I got, I got taken because I was a dumb 15 year old. And basically two hustlers came in and did some little like, uh, like uh, three card monty with dollar bill type like they put their money down they're like oh let me get that bill back i meant to give you this one and then like i got got like in kingpin when he puts down the 20 and then he lifts it up and there's a one under it sort of yeah like and this was i I got older and i saw that this was a bit this was a routine other people had gotten taken by that too that was the first time that's the only time i'd ever seen it and it was two guys and the other guy like uh, you know, uh, very smartly distracted my other coworker. There were two people, and they were like, "Hey, can I get you over by the fridge over here? I want to maybe buy a birthday cake." And they bring him over to the other end of the store when it was the next dude's turn in line. And then he starts like ordering something, and then he puts money down, and then like starts taking bills back. And then I like holds me up on taking the money, and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. But I ultimately lost money. Like money came out of the register and went into right. his hand because I got confused. And he was like, "No, no, no! I just gave you a ten. You got to give me this change back." And I was like, "What the fuck?" And he probably scored like twenty or thirty or you know, something like like not a big 30? score, but I think like I ended up giving. I don't remember this clearly, but I know I got taken. And then even the guy behind him in line comes up after this whole weird exchange because he's sitting there waiting for his ice cream. And he goes, <laughs> "You know, you got robbed, right?" <laughs> And I was like, suddenly yeah. you're outside and he's behind the counter with a Baskin Robbins. <laughs> you're like, wait, he's an entrepreneur. He he's worked getting, his way up quick. He's getting your paycheck. Seriously. What though, the fuck just happened? That's how it was. It was a, what the fuck just happened? I was so confused with my first job. I was young and I'm just like, I don't know what just happened. And then I obviously towards the middle and end of that interaction. And then when the guys left, I realized something bad just happened. Like I, I lost some money. The register's going to be short tomorrow. Yeah. You, you know, bitched out. I got bro. bitched out. And that, that happened, but it wasn't like some weird, just some Sorry. awkward, that was me being a fucking weird, awkward bitch who didn't know what was going on, not the customer. I've been bitched out. Tell I, us uh, about it. When I first started going to college in the city, uh, and I was wet behind the ears, I was just standing on the corner uh, of Van Buren in Michigan, big city vibes, you know, and I'm just like holding on to my backpack straps like, wow, yeah, looking up at the buildings. I mean and I look down and this dude is cleaning my skate shoe. It's like a, my shitty like old ripped up Reynolds, you know, which are like 
what is that like felt or like suede or something yeah it was cloth not it's like cloth. leather and or the guy's leather. like you know it's, it's he's supposed to be like polishing a leather leather shoe but he's just rubbing my my shitty skate shoes and, and i'm like kind of like oh what are you oh you don't gotta do that i'm okay and i kind of like pull my foot away and then he's just he comes up and he's like yes yo that's ten dollars and i'm like uh, what and i'm like he's like you owe me ten dollars i just cleaned and uh, he totally cucked me for the 10 bucks I gave it to him. I was like, please. Oh, man, this is going so much worse than I thought because I have another story I just remembered when I was more like, I think 17 or 18. Like, too old to have made this mistake in my story. I sold shoes at a sporting goods store. And I remember, you know how they have the different sizes? There's like the EU, and then there's the USA, and there's the UK. And they, and they have, right, they have different, like the sizes are different. And I remember I was telling a guy, and when I said, so this. He asked a question about the size, and when I referenced the UK size, I said, yeah, so it's a, it's a, a, a 9.5 Ukrainian. I said what? Ukrainian. Wow. And he called me right in the moment. He goes, you know that's the United Kingdom. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know that. I know that. And either way, both times, I was like, I'm too old to be making these mistakes. Maybe you should go back to college for another seven years and study a you- globe. <laughs> So that happened. He's just mad because he just found out what a loser he is. I can't <laughs> wait, to, I can't wait to tell every story of how I've been cucked. Um, and then another thing, this is different, but it actually involves co-workers. The, the story is about like co-workers, I thought. Or I guess I'm picturing like a an interaction with somebody you work with. or Yeah, mine's not work. I was just in yeah. the city as a young kid. This isn't really the same, but on my- Some guy intimidated $10 out of me. My last job I had, it was actually the week I left my job. Uh, I worked at a college. I, did, I was video production. I shot a lot of fucking promotional videos for classes and uh, event coverage of big events and did edits and that type of shit. And we were doing a test for a thing we had to do for the rec center, and we wanted to fly the drone, the camera drone, in the gym. And like, you know, we usually don't fly that inside. That's a, that's a capture visuals of like the whole campus type of shoot. And this was like three days before I left my job. And it was already, you know, they knew that that was, I was on my way out and uh, we're flying the drone inside me and my buddy, Jeff, who I I still hang out with when uh, I love Jeff. I'll, you know, that's like the one person I keep in touch with and shit. Me and him, we were like a tag team. One of us would like fly the drone and one of us would do the camera. If you went in at at that job and shot up the place, he's the one guy that you would have been like, (laughs) you're cool. Yeah. Fuck you. Get out of here, Jeff. (laughs) Shoot you. You're you're pointing the gun towards him and then you kind of like point the gun towards the door a couple of times. Like, get out of here, Jeff. and this drone, like, just it, it never really synced with the Wi Fi or something. It was, but it was, it, we were like being told to launch it. Basically, my boss, Wayne, who was also a great guy, I, I didn't uh, hate most of the people I worked with at that last job. And uh, it, it, it completely lost like connection with the fucking controller. Like, you know, you could send it up or, and it was not responding. It was just drifting. It so it's up to the, Bluey on And you. this is not a, some, some fucking garbage one you see advertised on like a YouTube commercial. This was like a thousands of dollars. Like, like heavy duty, the propellers will, they will fuck you up if you run. Anyways, this thing's just coasting and like there, there's people in the gym (laughs) and it's about to fly into a wall and and this was an expensive investment for the department at the time. And it's like, it was complete, nothing could be done about it except either let it drift into the wall or somebody go try to fucking grab it. Mm -hmm. And no, I'm not doing it. I'm about to leave my job. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to, Jeff's controlling it, trying to like, fuck, what am I like? Why is it not connected? Like it's offline. It didn't sync. Something's going wrong. And then my boss, Wayne reaches underneath and tries to, to save it from, it's like an inch from the fucking wall. We're all like, fuck, it's, it's gonna, it's going to 
bust into a thousand pieces, basically. It's flying into the wall. And he reached in to grab it, and the propeller caught the palm of his hand yeah. and sliced the fuck out of it. Slice and he sleep. started dripping heavy blood onto the, the gym heavy. The basketball court. Heavy flow. <laughs> and uh, that was... Uh, that was like scary as was shit. He screaming. It looked like he like got his wrist slit by the fucking thing. He's slipping the blood, and then he's like splishing, We're freaking out. around in he it. He actually and, does. Oh god! He actually oh god. does wrangle the drone, and then uh, one of the other guys who actually worked at the rec center like ran off, and we're like, "Get help! We need we need some help here!" And he ran off, and I'm thinking he's gonna call like a fucking ambulance. And I'm like, this, this is bad. This just happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, he comes back with some fuck, a, a, a like bottle a- of spray and a towel for the blood stain on the basketball court. Hell yeah. And we're like, what are you doing, bro? Like, get, we need bandages. We need to bandage up a wound. And he was like cleaning the floor. We were like, go, help, help, go. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go get some pine saw. You know how much work it is to fucking <laughs> refloor a basketball court? Dude, the guy had the right idea. The guy was bleeding it's out. It's his hand. It's not his life. <laughs> it's pretty close to the wrist. Uh, but yeah, that okay. happened. That was like my send off to my boss, who I actually liked and worked for for years. I was like, "See you later." You just cut your whole fucking hand off, almost. But take it easy. Um, to be fair, Jeff was manning the drone, and I was on camera duty, so yeah, I, I had mean, nothing to do with that. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. Was this your fault? Uh, it was definitely awkward. I'll say that watching somebody start like bleeding. <laughs> it, you my know, bad. it's not just like. Trip, trip, trip. It was like there's a, there was a pool of blood on the ground. Was it he spritzing was, like? Pst, pst. I don't know. Uh, maybe not quite spritz level, but it was fucking bad. It was it was not a little centimeter long gash. It was a fucking wound. I was like, shit, dude. That dude Baby took one for his job and tried to save the equipment and wrist <laughs> slicing his wrist off or something. But that was fucking crazy. I still got pictures in my phone. Well, he's the chump there. Nah, he's a good guy. He got cucked by, um, the, by the copter. Okay. I think it's another shit story, man. I, I might save the shit stories and like revive it later i don't want to do that right now yo palmer squares this is kokomo joe um first off i'm really happy y'all have fans second off a lot of them sound like they are confused and lost just like me so my (laughs) first question he sounds like the babysitter's boyfriend in Dennis the Menace when he's reading uh, Thomas the Engine Train to, to Dennis in the tub and he's going, Sababid, Sobed, Sababid Huffy. Sababid Huffy. I haven't thought about that. Dude, can you pull up the, the guy in Dennis the Menace reading uh, Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> I can try. Oh, what an awesome thing. It's you know who it is. It's Buzz from Home Alone. No way. Totally. And his uh, the babysitter who he's banging is uh, I think it's Natasha Leone. Do not try little locomotive. So this is what this guy's call sounds like. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> One day when you grow up, you will realize that all important. Impotent. Even little mail trains. How can a train grow? He eats all his coal and gets plenty of sleep. No, like, what's the point of reading lies? He teaches kids <laughs> all their food, go to bed when they're supposed to, and not cry when mean cabooses and boxcars make fun of them. Keep reading. 
It's so stupid. Yeah. Are you ready to get out of here and go to bed yet? It's not even wrinkled up yet, bro. I'm not even wrinkled up yet. Keep reading. I will never be Biggie Nug to pull anything but silly <laughs> old mail cars. Biggie Nug. Soaped, huffy. Sob, sob bed, sobbed huff, sobbed huffy. <laughs> <laughs> sobbed huffy. I don't even think this guy sounds like that, but that is a hilarious reference. <laughs> sobbed huffy. When was your first sexual experience, whether it be with a goat, your brother? With a goat? I don't have a brother. I had a goat. A lady. I would be quick. I was born in 1990, and so was term. No, I'm just kidding. Why is that? Like, you know, I'm just uh, kidding. Haha, ha, you're young. Anyway, look at how much more there is. He's asking, I got "What's my our first slow job in a movie theater when I was 12?" 12 got me. It was not good. What was the movie? How old in was fact, she? She it, was 58. Really stank. Or he? But what did she blow you with her ass? I want to know when did you get that first nut off? Alright, this is the worst call ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably now. being compared to Sabob and Huffy but by now. It's all good. Did you know that that was Buzz from Home Alone? Maybe you won't play this. Maybe we will. <laughs> That's fine. It's probably better that you don't. You just keep uh, scrolling. Just it's crazy that. how long it is. I'm gonna let him. I'm, I'm fuck it. We made it this far. I mean, we're in for the long haul. What the frick? Uh, even if you know, death is a whiny baby about. Like, how can a train you know, grow? <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. Yeah. I like how it's he like he can't read, but he's trying to sound all smart and philosophical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, did you ever think about it though? The word enough. He said enough. 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 He said enug. <laughs> Level head about things. I get that. I like how you guys are yin and yang. He's a biggie nug. Cool. You got the old. Uh, you know, it's actually yin and yang. There's no G at the end of ying. It's not, it's not ying and yang. There's only one G, and it's at the end of yang. Yin and yang. Yeah, I thought this was going to go somewhere else, but it didn't. Hey, no this. No <laughs> Wait, crap. we're in for the long haul. What the fuck? fuck. You bail it out. But I, I Liar, just guarantee bro. that. Pants. Seth, with that fat ass of his, probably got a blowjob before Matt. But I could be wrong. How about you? I got my fucking out? ass eaten out before you got your first blowjob, bro. Me? <laughs> really? Um, I will say the first blowjob I ever got, I sat on a roll of fiberglass insulation and had to... That is such a hilarious, like, real detail. Alright. That a that a thirteen year old would a mistake that a thirteen year old would make. Whatever your name is, sir, I was ready to tap out. And <laughs> yeah, if I would have missed, missed if I would have missed that you got a booge sitting on fiberglass insulation, <laughs> bare ass. I picture bare ass. Uh, I would have been disappointed. So, yeah, he, uh, the question basically being what who who got a blowjob or who fucked first? He said first like sexual experience. Uh, well, here's the thing. I'm three years older than term. He said whether it's like jerking off or whatever, and then he goes t- to tell us about know? his first blowjob. So I don't imagine that that was the first time you ever got a rod. Do you know what blowjob. grade you were in or your age the first time that you jerked off? 
the first, like the furthest back memory I can think of that has to do with sexually. I've said, I think I've, Hey, I've said this before. <laughs> there it is. Um, Freestyle. Because it's uh, the anniversary of Columbine. I remember. <laughs> I love that immediately. Like, I got a fun sexual memory. And uh, let me start with Columbine. <laughs> so it's the day Columbine was happening. I was eight years old. It was 1998. April 20th. Uh, and my brother, I came home from school. And my brother, I think I had learned that day the word porn. And the, like what porn is. Uh, and my brother and my mom, when I got home, were like glued to the living room TV because it was all the Columbine coverage. Real quick, how old? What grade? I was in third grade, so oh, I was eight. God damn. Eight okay. years old. And then because my mom and brother, who are the only ones home, were like occupied with the TV, it was they were like glued to it because this crazy thing was going on, but I was too young to really... This crazy thing. They, and they weren't like inviting me to inform me on what it was because I was too young. Uh, so I went, and this was like my, my window where I went to the computer down in the basement and I went to altavista.com, the search engine, and I just searched the word porn and I don't even think I jacked off at that point. Uh, but it was like shortly after where I started, you know, connecting the dots. Yeah. I, I was older than then, I think. Cause I've, I've also, and I've said this before, uh-huh. I've said this before. I've, uh, I, I was climbing up the pole of a bunk bed. <laughs> and it made yes. me feel all yes. silly in my pants. The but sensation. that wasn't the first time I jerked out. The first time I jerked off, I think I was in fifth grade. And you said third, so you would have beat me on that. However, my first blowjob, I think I was either, I think I was 15. I may have been 16. Hell yeah. I was eighth grade. Okay. Yeah, but I'm three years older than you, so I technically got blown before you were in eighth grade. Technically it might have been speaking, around the same time. Technically speaking, it was probably the same. Technically time. speaking, I was. It was first. probably so if much speaking, the same time <laughs> that I might have squeaked it out just a, a little bit before. No, I'm two and a half years older than you. I was uh, two grades, a, a late freshman two or grades. early sophomore. If you were late freshman, then I was before. You were in eighth grade. Fuck. You need three grades to get fully away from my We've my already range. established I'm not the mathematician here. Nope. <laughs> I should have been able to do that percentage. All right, well, Spotify. still. Uh, In any event, I boinked first. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck? Here is this. What up, guys? Uh, I just got cut off telling my shit story. I did call back and leave another message, but... Whatever, I'll just pretty This much- is the guy last week who got cut, the snake guy, oh, okay. and then he said something about he had shit on himself, and then he was about to take a shower, or his brother put him in the shower, and then it got cut off. That's good shit. What I said in it. No shit stories this week, but resolution will be had. I had a question I wanted to ask. As far as that uh, shit story, yeah, I don't really remember what happened. I think I was too traumatized by what Doesn't even remember. my brother did when he wouldn't turn on the shower, so I don't really remember. Uh, but no more shit stories. Ridiculous. Completely what I want to say is that I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. I get uh, super stoked every time you guys use a Seinfeld reference in your raps. And I get really mad when people don't understand my references. <laughs> Us um, too. Like the uh, Fragile Frankie Merman. I was about to say, you show somebody my Fragile Frankie Merman line. Which has probably my all-time favorite I mean, Yo-Yo Ma not a uh, Seinfeld reference. My mom is a saint. My father is an atheist. I'm hollering at saint because he got me on a waiting list. Is one of my all-time favorite things. Is that um, a Seinfeld reference? But 
No, he, he is, thinks like, Yo-Yo what, what Ma I, is because when Kramer gets kicked in the head by Crazy Joe Devola and he starts going, Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo Ma is a cellist. Oh, no, yeah, that wasn't He's a popular cellist. Yeah. He's a real person, Yo-Yo Ma. But yeah, that was just, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I was just like. I was saying I like titling about songs, but I don't know it's how. Like, hey, Yo-Yo Ma. Hey, Yo-Yo Ma. This one's for you. Hey, Yo-Yo Ma. Hey, Yo-Yo Ma. This one goes out. But my question is, is like, what are your all-time beefs? over the years like, Beefs? Uh, recurring or just one big blowout whether creatively or otherwise oh us Maybe you guys didn't talk for a while or i don't know girl or something whatever any major blowouts or major beefs over the years that you guys can think of all right thanks bye one time i threw uh potpourri in axe face that wasn't even we've told this before a whole and I've dish said this before. of potpourri because uh we were playing a silly game, and he didn't like my answer to the silly well, game. Well, me, me rejecting your answer resulted in us bickering, and then it was mainly the, like... I questioned the validity of the game's it was, rules. It was where the bickering went, you know? Yeah. But it was it was ultimately, we wouldn't have been bickering if it wasn't for... We were also, like, in high school. The uh, the game we were playing. This was, like, before which is we where, were really, you know, like you, we are now, doing Palmer Squares. This I love this game. This was a long game. time ago. And me and my brother used to believe that we invented it, and I still like to kind of think that you definitely didn't uh where you name well nobody showed it to us we just came up with it for ourselves you name two actors and then you have to like connect them through movies right let's do it right now real quick i'm just gonna say okay tom hanks and joaquin phoenix tom hanks and joaquin phoenix mm-hmm. this is gonna take it's gonna be a lot of like dead air who cares what the story of the last 90 minutes let's okay. go all right for sure just start. Just start. Oh, you got to think about it a little bit. Exactly. See, what he's supposed to do, he's in as few steps as possible. You know, you have to think we about who really started with other... like how many steps it was. In fact, I always I think, always imagined it was supposed to be as few steps as possible. I always thought the more steps you do, the more impressive it is. Honestly. No, it's not. It's just roundabout. Come on. Talk about dead air. <laughs> okay. I got it. Okay, go. Uh, Tom Hanks was in... Castaway with Helen Hunt, who was in Twister with Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was in The Master with Joaquin Phoenix. Three steps. Three steps. And there might be another way to do it, longer or potentially shorter. So w- the way we would do it is just you both sit there and then whoever says I got it first. Right. And it actually Oh, yeah, you ask true. somebody specifically and see them. So it, it, we're not keeping score. It's just like a fun thing to do. And then I, I remember, I'm going to do a nutshell version to not go through every, all the weeds here. I used... Um, What's her last name? Zoe. Um, she's the Uma Thurman stunt double who is also in Death Proof. Right. And I said Zoe Bell. Zoe Bell, I think is cr- no, no, no. Could be a porn star. That's no. I think I'm it's Zoe of Kristen Bell. Bell. It is. It could be. Anyways, it was her. She was the. She was actually like a, a co lead in Death Proof and maybe other movies since. But she's ultimately a stunt woman. But I said that she was in Kill Bill with somebody, and then they were like, No, 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 she's not an actress. She's not an actor. Uh, she's a stunt woman. That doesn't count. Like they didn't count my step of saying that she was in Kill Bill, and they were like, "Oh, I." But she, her name's in the credits. She's in the, not, not in as cast. an actress. It's not in cast. You guys never said anything about cast before we started yeah, playing this fucking on, game. We were seventeen. I didn't even know what UK meant. You, <laughs> you think I don't know what the fuck? I, I don't know the rules of the game. So, anyways, I didn't know that, but I'm like, I'm defending. Like, no, like she's in the fucking movie. Why shouldn't that count? And then. 
yada 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 he threw a bowl of potpourri at me it, yeah because it, it, i was defending the fact that that counts she's in it it was it went it got heated back and forth that's what goes on you know what here. i was triggered by <laughs> is um the validity of your the ethics so of your I love game it. i mean so does uh, everybody i know and uh it's it was that you started repeating something and in our bickering where you were just Yeah, I was like, done and I just kept saying like, no, that counts. No, that counts. Nope. No, I win. I win. I'm the winner. I just kept doing something like that. My brother used to do that to me all the time and yeah. it, it drives me nuts. I still to this day don't understand like, <laughs> you say you came up with the game, so why can't you explain the rules? So <laughs> when you're like presenting a logical argument to someone and was it all logical? they're doing is like- Was it really that logical, your argument? All they're doing she is like, an no, she's in the movie. Member. No, she's in the movie. No, she's in the movie. No, she's in the movie. <laughs> that shit boils my blood, dude. And yeah. I, I'm like- I'm ready to throw down from that. I don't know. It's just like a trigger. That is a... It wasn't a beat. I that hate just, when people do that. That was a dumb... We were <laughs> drinking as teenagers and we got yeah. mad about nothing. And that happened a lot. And my mom you know? always had a Not dish... Not just us, but with anybody. ...of potpourri on the coffee table. So my my yeah. resort... I resorted to a... <laughs> I grabbed the dish and I... <laughs> I just and I don't know what else face. transpired, but I remember I got up and left pretty quickly after that. Like, I was out. Yeah. I don't think I retaliated. I was just like, well, fuck you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so that was one thing that happened, uh, you know, 15 or 20 you years ago. You threw a beer at my head, but I don't remember what that was about. Yeah, who knows anymore. But these, you're, we were all drawing on things. Like a, where I like literally a full beer. lived at my mom's you, house. You took one sip and then hurled it at my head. Yeah, you, you started and it, by I the way. And I in it. I didn't just do that. I don't want everyone to know I didn't just do that. He did. He fucking just did it. He started some shit, and then I fucking threw... You probably threw some more shit at me, potpourri or otherwise, and then I retaliated and threw something at you. Or maybe I was still burnt about the potpourri thing. I was was the one repeating myself. Yeah, you probably did the same thing, and then I acted the same (laughs) as you. You set the precedent. And I remember, uh, like, leaving... We were just in high school. It was so long ago. High school? And leaving with my girlfriend at the time, and... uh, you know her like kind of like separating us and i'm like kind of like holding i'm I'm, like holding back tears and shit just like no he does this (laughs) now those are actually great stories but i don't think we have like many actual beefs the only thing uh that like and this goes back maybe to uh, i was trying to think of a year let's think like 2015 mostly or between 2014 and 2016 17 and that's mostly like where I was already, I, f- I felt full speed ahead, like w- like we should be putting all of our efforts into Palmer Square stuff. And I wasn't sure Term was like on board or like contributing or like, I didn't like asking for stuff. And it's still that way, but I don't have to ask for stuff anymore. There was like a period of, I don't know if it was stubbornness or just like feeling like stank face had it covered or something. Going and we had a motions. period of a couple of years where I was like, dude, like, don't we As want to say. be musicians like and do this? And you'd always be like, yeah. And then I just didn't feel like you were acting as yeah. somebody who was proving that. And I was like, yo, if you don't want to no, do was- this shit, like, I'm out. So it felt like for a couple of years, I didn't know if this was actually, like, what we both wanted to do. Or if I was sort of, like, unintentionally forcing you to ride sidecar to some rap dream I had. And there was, like, a weird murky area where we were all, like, honestly being kind Mark. of confused and manipulated and just not professional. Both of us didn't have our our shit together at the time. And then I feel like 2018, 2019 was the beginning of both of us, like, like realizing we're growing up, we're getting older. It's not just shooting a fucking video for YouTube just because fun. It was like, no, like, are we going to fucking subject ourselves to... Yeah, dog I mean, shit jobs like no point, really we both have to work and have our like bases covered and like not rely on other people so that was like a weird 
behind the curtain like thing that was going on that I feel like we are past now. But that was like, and it wasn't even beef. It was just like, what are we doing? You know, it was like, if we're gonna do it, let's do it. And we're just different types all together. That, that's the. I actually saw. I was looking at. Our, I was cleaning up our Instagram. There's an old clip of Reed talking about us from a documentary that Pompsy did, and he was saying we're like the perfect sandwich. We're, we are the peanut butter and jelly because we offer obviously like we you know we offer things that each other doesn't provide, and they that's why we come together the, really good. Uh, Rich Jones, Lincoln Park, <laughs> Bagel, Irving Park, Irving Park. <laughs> I'm sorry. One step closer to the edge, <laughs> and I'm about to. Um, no, but that was yeah. There was like a murky period in like the mid. 2000 teens and it's just like I didn't know it was like this quarter life crisis of like I want in the mid of 2000 teens (laughs) it's my dream right now you and Matt Getz one way ticket to (laughs) teenville high fiving (laughs) yeah if you could pick one Matt (laughs) (laughs) the congressman no Um, Matt gets it you know (laughs) he gets Matt gets me um well you guys get a room please uh but no I feel like that was the only like beef because it was it wasn't a beef it was just like a a, a misunderstanding or like a it, it it took some other things to happen to make us both really realize like oh yeah like this is what we do you well, know and we shouldn't a, rely uh, on some other folks to be involved or whatever manage it was a somewhat uh, inevitable and yeah, somewhat necessary bump in the road yeah we had to like go through some lows to realize that it wasn't up to anybody but ourselves to you know, and, and we're still not like fully back to. I think we could we could always be, especially you know last what I year. Say? We could always be doing more. If you want something done, you got to do it yourself. Yeah, dude. Bullshit. Talk. What is it? <laughs> Bullshit um, uh, speaks. Oh wait, no, no, no. What, actually, what is it? Is audible. Oh wait, money. 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 Is money. The first part. <laughs> you can tell we had a couple drinks. Uh, good question. Let's. We asked something at the end of uh, last week's episode and nobody so far has chimed in but i think we got one here what did we ask yo my least favorite song is probably past potion past the potion is the first the first uh least favorite palmer square song what? What term right if you had to pick between one has to go stony broke bake bring the bacon or past the potion which one goes well the the sophie's choice as is far as being stony broke and bring the bacon you know what i'm saying <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Right off the bat, past the potions, like come over here, you're good. You're exactly. Safe. So I'm, I'm just. I just he gets to make the it fucking clear. your buddy Jeff treatment in the sh- the office shooting. Yeah, scenario. you're cool. Past the potion, I wave the gun towards the door, like get out of here, buddy. I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> yeah, I tussle his hair a little bit. <laughs> come here, bud. Uh, you know, and then I and then I fucking kick, bring the bacon out the fucking door. Okay. So let's I mean, no, wait, I shoot it in the head. What am I talking about? <laughs> what, am I going to let him live? <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. I shoot him in the head, and then I beat him with the gun. I saw that movie, Nobody, with Bob Odenkirk. It was, that. It was awesome, dude. I thought about I going to it see earlier. it alone over the weekend because I was bored. You I, should. I, you should have. I um, said it earlier in the episode. It just seems like a movie that I wouldn't want to... Uh, it is. It's not. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> No, go on. It's a movie you wouldn't wouldn't wanna. I could watch this shit at home, and wanna, I, I plan to buy a new TV. Wanna, wanna. Oh, you don't want to pay for it? Go pay for it to see it on a big screen, dude. I'd pay for it 
and just watch it at home when I get my new big screen TV. I'm going to. I don't care. I've been saving money, and I want to get. I don't know. You I know got me. this 30 inch TV, you guys. I and just I'm about to start watching Bulls games, motherfucker. Being stoned in a movie theater with a you know bag, little bag of yeah, popcorn. Yeah, but you also yeah you were with somebody. I didn't have that. In fact, it, the day I was gonna go, my girlfriend was at work, and I was like, I'll just Uber, and I was about to spend like forty dollars round trip on this movie. I'm not yeah, gonna that's do a it. Much. Exactly. That's so thank much. you for finally hearing me out. Let's uh, hear him out about past the potion. But, but it's, it's a fun action thing. It doesn't take itself seriously. The acting's not great or anything to write home about, but the the action and the fight sequences are done excellently. And it's it's just one of those movies where it's like the gratuitous violence is the laugh. You yeah. know, he'll like stab a guy in the leg and then kick. Well, I the, will watch it. Kick the knife into his leg further, and you just you know you laugh at how awesome that is. Uh, remember that movie, Hardcore Henry. I do. And how that was... It's all POV of the, the main character. And it was one of those movies where it's like, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I remember it, us actually. watching that at the old house and both I, of us were like, this kicks I ass. I enjoyed the shit out of so that So much movie. fun. It's done by the same dude, same okay. director, same writer. I will watch it. Like I said, I just didn't, I wasn't willing to spend like uber fare to go see this movie. I would, I would rather stay home. Uh, here's the rest of his justification on why that song sucks. Uh, I don't have a problem with the lyrics or the verses or anything. That book though, it's just... I hate it. All right, well, you know what? I, he ain't wrong. We, uh, for years, have performed the song differently than it's on whatever, what is that, on in, like, in context or something? But is it that Whatever diff- the studio diff- different. It still is super califragilistic, and that's the But I part. sing it differently, and it's. I think people enjoy oh, it, it, it I more. feel like most songs we do sound better live because we've had time to figure out how we present it, you know? Like, yeah, for sure it sounds better than just super Califragilistic because Termal, super Califragilistic. Like, he, uh, he like, harmonizes it, and it, he sings good, and it sounds good. It doesn't mean it's not a corny, dumbass, fucking Mary Poppins-ass hook, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Super Califragilistic shit, and that weird, buzzing, bubbling, kazoo fucking... <laughs> it's actually my voice... Uh, with a bunch of like Pro Tools filters on it. Right, you just did a, another harmony and then found some trippy effects that we felt con- uh, complemented the whatever trippy vibe of the song we were going for. But yeah, that was just you singing. I don't even know what that background noise is. Well, I, now I you do, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, if you don't know, now you know. Might be the only fuck. song years I actively skip, um, but all the rest of the shit is super fire. Actively skip. Fuck. Fair enough. Somebody sent me this, and it's <laughs> look, look at this. this. is the worst thing you'll ever see in your life. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Well, there you go. I feel like that's what that guy hears it's every like a, time he hears our song. It's it's labeled punk rock factory. I don't like to think of that. Yeah, that's sound where you as go. Punk rock. They just crank out the punk. The guy's like a this big dude with like a tight KM. Is did he have a KM FDM shirt on? Is that what I saw? About? Where did that go? Oh, I X'd it out. I was gonna run it back, but who cares? One more. Hello, my name is Chili Philly. A uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. A uh, couple notes you said you got. Dude, what some. is like it? it what? 
you just answered your own fucking question. What is it about us that appeals to like heroin addicts or something? Like everyone. I don't know. Have you heard yourself this? try to make a statement? Maybe even on this episode. I'm pretty. Remember when we used to get free CDs and books after hours? Nobody knows what you're talking about, dude. You know what I'm talking about. Remember that one time my uncle like purchased like a property and it used to be a CD store. And he was like, there's a shitload of CDs in the basement, so you can come by and fucking take your pick or whatever you find. I'm not lying. I remember this. I found not a, at all. a disco. You might not have come with us. I wasn't even part of the story <laughs> in your I life. I found a Disco Biscuits CD, and I kept it. Uh, that was where in my the first time in my life where I discovered uh, those Thousand Leggers. Yeah. We, like, picked up a box of CDs, and, like, three of them ran out, and I would, we, you know. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Kill, kill, kill. I remember to this day, uh, I was frightened. Uh, but anyways, our fans talk slow and boring, in your opinion, because you are a slow, boring talker. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. I'm I took Alpha Brain for a few months, and it kind of like, you know. It made you, bring, it made you DMX. <laughs> Worst songs. I couldn't pick a single song. <laughs> this guy can't pick just one. Uh, all right, so he must have some worst TPS songs. So I have a list. Uh, mostly a list. Do with the music. Uh, the proper tip. Didn't like it musically. Uh, I think you guys had dope bars, but the music just kind of sucked. Whoa! Uh, taking uh, shots at Nate Kiz over here. Okay. <laughs> Fuck that caller, this fucking song <laughs> rules, dude. You are a douchebag. I fucking love this. this song. Eat my fucking butt like <laughs> I did before Matt got a blowjob. <laughs> Let's hear the rest. I mean, I know one of your greatest songs, you guys had Monster Bars. Uh, pretty yucky in the music, though. Pretty uh, yucky in the music. Fuck you. Uh, Wait, you don't know, like Donald Duck? Can we download that and have Nate Kids make a beat out of it? <laughs> 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 um, Waddle like a duck. That, uh, hey, look, it was our first album, bro. Yeah. What do you want from us? Perfection out the gates? Sorry, it's not Chance the Rapper's 10 Day, okay? A lot, we were trying. Lot, and I think they're cool beats. There's <laughs> a lot worse songs on this project. <laughs> like Stony Broke and Bring the Bacon. I'm sorry, but. I get. I don't even. I don't even disagree with the proper tip thing. Is like even our even our bars and the trade off. It. I don't know. It, it's uh. It doesn't hold up to me like spooky language. Stony broke and bring the bacon. This proper song. tip. Yeah. To me, it totally does. It's, it's way better. What? Hundred percent. We are opposites. Not even love goofing. Is he gonna say another? I thought there was a whole list. We did. Hold um, on. Then going on to that. Okay. Uh, here we go. All right. Turn on proper tip. Fucking absolutely loved what you did with the EP. Badass, but then you went to Finna. The Dark Room was the only one that I had a problem what? with. What? Dark Room? Um, also, again, with the music. You guys had nice bars. Hold on, wait. What is the Dark Room? That's one of our rare songs where it's like about something or there's a whole like Play double dark entendre. Play Dark Room. He's, he's telling me this beat is bad. Are we trying to find just the beat or the song? Let's play the song. Son of a bitch. Who produced this? Uh, Jay July. It's the only song he's ever produced for us. He used to DJ for us in the very early days, like 2011. No, like really early on, he would DJ sets and made beats, and this was the one that we used. Yeah, I remember Jay July. 
Why'd like you ask about it then? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The song rolls. What? I love that sample too. Neat, this is you take that quack noise and over this. Infiltrates environments, so the simple sight of it can instigate your mind a bit. So, take a look around, tell me what you see. You better yet show me. If you collect the imagery, you'll never get lonely. Windows to the soul playing tricks on me. Book under my hat, and every page gets spoken. This point of view is wildly amusing. Blinded by illusion. Ooh, the highest resolution. So lift your lighters to the music. Just lose it. Set it. Got my keys and you can bet there ain't no ceiling where I'm headed. Hey, hey. Modern masterpiece up on the easel, but you can't appease the easily offended. Ooh, that line held up. Okay. La Mariah Carey. Uh, Daydream. Until the end of time are both Mariah Carey songs? Get the fuck up! <laughs> he didn't say yeah. anything about our bars. Let's Suck be fair. My butt, he dude. says the bars are good on all of them. Uh, he, he likes the bars. It's the music. But I disagree. But let's be real. You know. We fire. Fucking boring and drab. He fucking got us, dog. <laughs> I got jabbed. <laughs> Wait a minute. I have it. I swear to God I do. Dude. Wait. <laughs> Rap. That's what he's saying. I got jabbed. I got, I got, I got, I got jabbed. Dude, she used her superhuman intellect on me, man. <laughs> I'm tighter than your bitch, man. Your bitch. Come on, play. What the fuck? Um, also, again, with the music. You guys had nice bars, but just fucking boring and drab. Didn't like it. Uh, hey, we asked for this. Let's, you know, it's cool. Then after that, but he's still uh, so far always doing. That was is about dark room. That our, was about dark room. Always doing so far is criticizing our producers. That's not what we asked for, technically. So he, we asked for worse Palmer Squares songs. Okay, technically, I, he's like he knows the producers aren't third mic on the show, so he's being like, "You guys are cool, but those beats were not cool." Playing it safe. Yeah, he's playing it safe out here. Um, but I, 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 don't, I, don't I, no I honestly sh- thought a lot. No smoke, man. You don't want no smoke. Uh, I thought a lot more people would. Uh, Chime in. I think it's just him and the last guy. But let's let him finish. In context. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, pretty good. But whatever makes you happy was just kind of corny to me. I agree. I got to be honest. I agree. If that, that Remember last week the guy was like, if you could undo a song? I would have never made that song. What? Fuck never that song. made? I just want you to feel what it feels like when you criticize what you think is a good Palmer Squares song. But seriously, whatever makes you happy doesn't make me happy, and I could live more happily without it. Fuck that song. It's not our best work, but I, I don't think it's that bad. It's one of those ones that's like uh, we were trying to appeal to a, maybe a little bit different of a demographic. Right. You know? Happy, positive people. Right. That's uh, our, optimists. That's <laughs> our, our Toby Raps uh, attempt, you know? Um, I, love, uh, I love Toby Raps. Me too. And it's because he does so well what we do so poorly, I feel like. Which because is, which is share like that positive vibe and make a fun song. It's genuinely him, you know? Yeah. When we do it, we're you, trying. People know we're not happy. <laughs> we're being <laughs> bullshitters. Damn it. Seriously, though, like... Uh, I, I like some of my bars, and you can't I also complain the way we complain, and then do a song like "Do whatever makes you happy." I'm pretty sure Just I had do whatever another. Whatever makes you happy. I'm pretty sure I had fucking another uh, dopamine. Net. Remember my dopamine line that didn't make sense? I have a line like that, and whatever Idiot. makes you happy. Um, well, I say something about like uh, yeah, you dope. Uh, I mean, 
<laughs> bet my life in a three-card Monty, flip that card. I don't see no shell. In three-card Monty, they used to put a shell under a series of cups. But yeah. they also play it with cards, like playing cards that were just kind of folded in half. They look like little, like, you know, like roofs. They had to put three cards just kind of bent so they could pick them up on or the table. Or you just use them flat and it's like you're exactly. looking for the king. But yeah, I'd always see them like kind of bent up in movies and portrayals. But anyways, there would not be a shell under the card. I there, There's this, two different... Look at this nitpick. Yeah, dude. It's what I, I... It's my creation. Nobody's ever caught that before, I bet. Well, now they know no, not that... one person. You don't put a shell <laughs> under the card. It's when they use cups. That That's where the, they reveal... They lift a cup and then they show you which thing uh, had the shell under it or not based on what you guess and then other times you guess which card is it which one's the queen which one's the ace that type of shit and then they just flip it to prove you wrong right they don't flip it to reveal a shell so in that song even though i always really fucking loved that bar it doesn't make sense or they use three shells and there's something under the shell but i would see the shell if they just flipped the shell i'm saying like you flip that cup i should have said all i would have said is like flip that cup i don't see no shell but i said flip that card i don't see no shell I guess you wouldn't so use shells because shells are too like distinctive. I think they would do like a ball. It would be, but uh, you know, there would it would be a shell in the. I was trying to just reference the old fucking hustle as I knew it. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. what else is on your list, bud? Uh, that song sucks, by the way. Still going. Corny didn't like it. <laughs> uh, after there, we go to nowhere to not go. I like how he must have just looked at our like chronology of he's all our. Going through he went project. full this full see full discography on Spotify, and he's like, "Let me make sure I don't overlook." Any. All right, now he's about to go with nowhere to not go, and this is just ludicrous to me. Um, it's a ludicrous song. It was a cover. It's chicken and beer. I uh, this has never been like my favorite song, but I've always liked it. And I, it's not my. It's because I criticize my like rap fast. I would try to be like the the fast verse. And I don't really love. It was one of those songs that we've talked about before where we were like, this is the one, dude. This is our radio no. friendly. This is the one. This is our meal ticket. And then it comes out and it does nothing. And we, we felt go, that way about a lot of songs, uh, but the one okay. I really okay. think. This next one, though, this is the one. The one that I not. really still stand behind is Paralyzed. And no, I don't know. That's the one I stand least behind. Well, see, that's because you're just a fucking self-critical <laughs> artist because that is the best. It's the best pop song. It had the most cr- no. potential for crossover. And then there's like Comeback, which I still feel that's like Paralyzed should have done the best. And uh, it didn't do like poorly, but same thing about like the Hall of Famers video, that whole little package when we were working on the junkyard shit. We're talking I felt like, like we just presented it. We, we, we leveled up our game for sure for those songs and videos and both of them like acknowledged it better than both of them. Maybe combined. Seriously. Because we, we always forget. People just want the bars. In that instance that like this isn't what people want from us. But we still and try what, to cover every base. That's, what that's does, on but, us. Yeah, I know, but we're never going to be like – uh, you know, like accepting a Grammy for you know anything the, <laughs> for like song of the year for that one paralyzed type thing that we wrote. I'm not trying to get a Grammy. I just thought it like maybe yeah, the video I, count. Like, dude, Tech Nine's not accepting Grammys, you know but it's saying? like you know, like visuals. He does it well, and they get millions of views. But and he's I kind of thought the acknowledged type shit, like just bars. I'm not talking about music type. I'm just saying in in general when you do something well, when you achieve. You know, oh, the song was good and the video was good. And that, like, I thought we did that. We had this pocket of like a year where we even acknowledged might be in it. You know, within a year's time, we did Junkyard into that like a year later. But there was a few things in there where I felt like we were getting back on our shit and we were not slipping. We were doing it as good as we ever did it, maybe better than ever. And then Acknowledge actually did do very well because that's the whole one take vibe. 
And then we put more money and more effort, I guess, and butter. into the other videos, like the more produced videos. And we get a dancer and we work like we, we create choreography specifically related to our song lyrics and that type of shit. Like it takes so much more. But like, I understand. I understand. I, I know that the fans just want to hear like those new bars. Then that's top priority for the fans and usually us when we're writing. But we don't. That's just. If it, we're talking about just us, that's like a feels pigeonholing sometimes. It's like, no, I'm like, yeah. I want to try to write to this beat. This is different. I want to try to talk about this theme. That's different. We're used to talking about just fucking vulgar, odd futury bar references and punchlines, movie references. We're still going to do that and we're going to try and get better at doing that. But also, it's like, you know, we've, and I've said this before, and I've said this before. We should, uh, we always want, you know, Shut not everybody's going to like every song, but everybody should have at least a song that they like, you know, because yeah, we don't just old, sound like the same every single time. The old Jason Lee and Almost Famous. I look for the one guy who's not getting off and I make him And get you've off. said that before? Uh, he's still, he still has more songs that suck. Shocking. After there, we go to Nowhere to Not Go. Well, he knew, we, uh, Kinda we knew corny. this was coming up. Nah, didn't you, like it. Corny. There's following You're that corny. ugly duckling song which is pretty dope and any of that so ugly duckling dope not corny no but cheesy poem go. cheesy poem no offense oh i guess cheesy is flattering these days <laughs> and the cheesy poem i uh and i've said this before i said i didn't want that on the album and then i got talked into it by drew and i believe you and ultimately yeah. the consensus being like i said it. no that's dope like we like it and i was like well then don't let me fuck it up if the group thinks it's cool i just well, i'm not a poet i think it's cool and in hindsight, I'm glad it is on there. And he, he said, he didn't say anything negative, really. He's like, Ugly Duckling was dope. I remember when we recorded Ugly Duckling. What do you mean he didn't say anything negative? He said multiple songs were corny. Ugly Duckling, when we recorded the first draft of that song, I can specifically remember taking a bunch of smoke breaks at work the next day. And like, like more than necessary, because I just kept wanting to go outside and put my headphones in and listen to it like five times in a row while I smoked a cigarette. And then I go back to work for two hours and I go outside and I smoke a cigarette and I listen to it five times in a row again. And, I, and again, it was because that was so different than the style we were used to working with and trying to sound like. And we were trying to sound with, oh, let's use a little auto-tune. Let's use this different this different style beat let's actually put some yeah let's do use effects and and i just i was like what we can do this i was like what we like i thought we did it so well i remember being so hyped about that i haven't heard it in five years at least i haven't even heard that song in five years but i probably heard it 500 times the week we recorded it because i was so hyped like dude they're not ready for this one like this is so different and it's so still right. dope we're bringing all that palmer squares we're not like compromising our lyrical ability to to sound modern or something. That's I what, fucking was so excited about that song. And that's exactly what we mean when people ask us our favorite song of ours and we say it's usually one that isn't out yet and that people haven't heard. Yeah. Like at that point in yep. time, I was listening to it all day. Your favorite day. song of ours was Ugly Duckling, yep. but if someone had asked They hadn't you, heard it for like, at least a year. You don't know what it is. Yeah. Because it ain't out yet. And when it comes out, there's going to be a different song. No, I'm just I'm outside like, smoking my cigarette, but nodding my by head. By the time... Like, Ugly Duckling comes out to the public, you're going to be taking your smoke breaks to a different song of ours. You know, yeah. it's like that's the way it usually goes. And no matter what song it is, and we said that fans before. won't like it. <laughs> totally. Ugly Duckling, come back. Eight years apart. What else? He likes Ugly Duckling. He said it was dope. Yeah. Sounds bad. <laughs> every time we pause his thing I can't remember which song he's commenting on every time we pause it and come back the first thing back is gold I think he was uh, he was still talking about my poem sounds bad 
uh, tour album. The only song I liked off of that album was 80 Max, and which might be the worst song off that album. I don't know. Uh, I'm a piece Did he of say kid. the only song he liked was 80 Max, and it's the worst song? How does that work? All right, well, then why should we take anything you say seriously at all? If you're admitting to liking the worst songs and then fuck saying this all, guy. Yeah, what the fuck? All right. The only song I liked off of that album was 80 Max, and which might be the worst song off that album. I don't know. Uh, I'm a piece of shit. You guys suck dick. I award you no uh, points. Yeah, love you. <laughs> no. Me. You. No. I award you no points. You blew it! I award you no point. At no point. I'm the guy you're rambling. Kills the bit. No, 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 no. Okay, no, simple. No, no, okay, no, simple. 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 Okay, no, simple. I award you no point. I award you no point. I award you no point. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm gay. No, I'm gay. No, I'm gay. No, I'm gay. Where's your fucking ball? You want to be gay with me? You want to be gay? No, I'm gay. Where's your ball? You want to be gay? Where's your Where's your Where's your Where's your Where's your Where's your I thought Where's your I thought And did I mention I was gay? Uh, thank you for calling in. Um, the tour album. That's another thing I don't listen to very often. But like, obviously, take that one with a grain of salt in comparison to, the, only, uh, to Planet of the Shapes. You know, because the goal of that album was to make it in the course of not living at home for three months. We were on the road right. for fucking ever. It was two and a half months. It was like 73 days or something. Afraid. It was two and a half months. It was a long time. It's our longest tour for sure. And we made an entire album in the course of being touring, you know, between here and Canada. And that was the goal was like, we know this isn't going to be like our best work, but let's try to write in the van rides and then go perform at night. And then the next day I'm all hungover writing about what we ate for breakfast. And we just tried to make it very like, you know, like let your guard down a little bit on the, the standards. At least I was. Yeah. Chinese I was, chain, strangle me. <laughs> I only ever listened to uh, Y'all Different and Choosy. If Those I are ever, probably the two best songs. If I, I ever pop into that project. I also really like, like the one me and Chad did. The, it's just me. Yeah. I, I like my verse on that. We like things we did with Chad. <laughs> he amplifies <laughs> everything we do. Jesus, this podcast is too long. Let's uh, save those shit stories and see what these 10 YouTube comments are so we can... Get the f- Eat some Mexican food, you know, because that's what I'm doing next. Oh, snap. All right. This is on the last live stream. Streaming now. Go watch it if you haven't yet. It says, we got to uh, mm-hmm. update the thumbnail with one of those pictures we took beforehand. I guess. I mean. I guess. What do you mean? You guess. Professional. We look good. We look fucking fly for white guys. We it look says, better uh, in the pictures we took. When he said, I go to McDonald's when the fridge is full of food, I thought, that's I fucking felt that. I didn't say that. God damn it. Wait. He I go to McDonald's you? when there's food in the fridge. When my fridge is full of food? God damn you. That could be one of my biggest pet peeves. It doesn't really like actually like anger me. I'm not actually bothered. Angry. But I, 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 it's, it bugs me. Yesterday, it does bug me. I was in it happens traffic. all the time. Fuck this guy, whatever. They always, they will... Half of our YouTube comments or any platform is like a 
the line. It's like the, their favorite line of it, and they didn't and even right, run it back to. They're quote right it. there. The yeah, the little uh, whatever. <laughs> when he said play meter, the bull uh, bar thing, you can move it back before you write your comment to double check what exactly he said. All they would have had to do is like, when he said, "I go to McDonald's when there's food in the fridge." I fucking felt that, and he goes, "I go to McDonald's when the fridge is full of food." <laughs> I didn't say that, motherfucker. But I get it. The other and I know day, it relates because hey. Uh, I was in traffic and the guy in front of me, his license plate was shooter, shooter, shooter. Yeah. So I took a bunch of old videos of me zooming in on his license plate and saying a shooter McGavin line. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm, I was nitpicking myself to where I was like, I don't want to post. Cause I was like, right. I'm not going to be intimidated by some freak sideshow clown. Do I remember the line exactly as he said it? No. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. Is it intimidated? No. I meant to hit that one. Is it? I'm not going to be intimidated. By some freak sideshow. And then clown. after he says, "I fucking." Felt oh, in Virginia, that. my right arm's just a little bit longer than my left. And then it says, "In fact, everything they say, it's me to a T." LOL. He had ha on one cheek, and there was <laughs> PPY on the other. <laughs> so apparently, uh, you know, everything we say, it's you to a T. But everything you say, it's not to a T about what we said. You should look into it a little more clearly. Well, moron, oh good for Happy mind. Gil. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Uh, spit take. So, okay, take two. So crazy how hard they go without the recognition they deserve. The true legends create for the love of the art, not the money. Let me contest that right there. Um, it's both. I love when people are like, these guys don't <laughs> care about money. They don't even want money. <laughs> what did I say at the beginning of the episode? I was like, we, every time we're not playing shows this year, you know, the, the, the more we have a whole year with three shows, we're losing money. That's actually like a concern of mine. Like, we would make more money if we played shows and sold merchandise to fans face-to-face at shows. I want to pay my rent, and I, I just uh, alluded to buying a new TV this well, month know, as a goal of mine. He's not saying God, they don't want to pay their rent. I get no, it. No, it's, it's He's both. calling us real ones. We, it's priorities is what it is. The money isn't the first priority. You like, know, we wouldn't just sell out and do a bad baby feature. Maybe you would just for a dollar. 100%. Especially a bad baby feature. Uh, real recognizes real. I heard that one time, and this guy—that's what's—that's what's happening here. So, <laughs> never had nothing. Thank you with four exclamation points. You're welcome. Uh, the live stream. Sup, fellas? Oh shit, that's theory divine. What's going the fuck on? is up? Oh, what up? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Um, wait, no, wait. That was those days when Jay July was DJing for us, by the way. It was those theory shows and the change the channel and all that shit. Oh I'm God. pretty sure he's literally the DJ DJing. Block that out of my eternal <laughs> hard drive. And someone else uh, says straight fire. Uh, fuck. I took German in middle school, so I'm trying to think what what up is. Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Uh, someone says on the bars video. Eins zwei drive here. I got Barks root beer. Hell yeah. Like that? I don't like root beer. I don't know if anybody knew that about me, but uh, it's a big no on I the root beer I, from me. I'm not a big root term. beer guy, but I do I do like a good root beer. In fact, if you go to uh, the TPS Reports episode 12, I believe, when we go to California for the first time and we're in and out burger, term reaches for my drink and then drinks chugs all of it. I mean, there wasn't that much left. There was no consent to him finishing my drink, and then he shit all over the drink saying, yuck, it's root beer. It's like, well, then go get your own fucking drink. When I was a- I like root beer. We said this before, that we went to Camp Crazy Kids, 
and they made it's it back to, back to German. They made it <laughs> back <laughs> right. to learning German as a kid. <laughs> uh, they made it KKK, and uh, I, I remember at Camp Cra- Crazy Kids when they would make like uh, root beer floats, and I would always be like all pouty in the corner because like I didn't want one because root beer was gross to me, and every other kid is like yeah, having the time idiot. of their life. So good eating root beer floats. So good. In hindsight, as even though I'm not a huge fan of root beer, I would eat a root beer float right now, though. Uh, live stream. Can we get a set list, please? I don't know one of them songs, and I need it on my playlist. Wow, you are not going to believe this. Next comment on the stream. They quote the time in it, or they stamp the time, 109.17. Real, recognize, real. Hell yeah. Uh, then that fire freestyle term spit. I don't know what that means. Let me you see. Know, the Let me thing see is, the- I do believe it because I heard somewhere that real recognize real. Real recognize real, bro. <laughs> oh, wait. That's where I heard it. From me. I, I didn't realize you said it in the in the stream. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, great. Well, now I lost it. and I don't know the context in when it, where I said it there. Another one on the stream. It says, these square MCs be equal to E. Acknowledge. Freaking great every time. Woken. God damn. Every damn song is so nasty. And acknowledge again. Favorite song right now, fucking nasty. Since the start, keep this shit coming, guys. Filthy one hen it. Uh, and then another one on the stream. I know you guys don't want love, but seriously, when y'all get in that new computer, much love, TPS. And then someone, it looks like, does put the set list down there. So hopefully that's still up. TPS reports podcast at gmail.com, 708-797-3079. Thank you for callers and emailers. Call in, email in. We will Somebody play uh, DM'd me. Unless it's a shit story, like, like I, I'll, I'll tab them for later. We'll Somebody uh, messaged me what the uh, phone number to call in was. 708-797-3079. Yeah, I said it's in the description to every podcast episode. Where do I find that? I don't know it off the top of my head, man. What are you asking me? Yeah, if you want to know something off the top of Terms Head, you better ask about the P.O. Box. Google it. P.O. You know Box. I mean? Oh, uh, and also send us things at Palmer Square's P.O. Box 25627, Chicago, Illinois, 60625. Thank you. See? Told you you knew it. Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Seriously, thank everybody who's still there. Uh, <laughs> we have had like such a, a harder time creating extra things. I swear to God, I'm, I have so many ideas right now for things just in general, but specifically things that uh, the patrons will enjoy and will enjoy first and foremost, um, including something we're working on for the summer. Uh, we will have some new rap video type content uh, dropping there. So stick around. I'm not even saying sign up, but I'm saying like stick around. If, I can, if you made it this long, we're coming back in a big way within the next year. That is the plan. And, and speaking of stick around, we got stickers! SpookyLanguage.com slash shop. What can you get? Actually... Also, oh my God! And you've said this before. No, this is a first time. This <laughs> is a first time announcement. PalmerSquares.com slash shop. That's right. We bought the domain name back. No, we we listened. We JT'd it. You know what I mean? We used to have the Palmer Squares, and we we lost it. Who and now we guy? have just PalmerSquares.com, and it's so much better. By the way, it just redirects. Sean, so no one cares about this. Who invented Napster? JT yeah. played him in the Facebook movie. You know, I almost, like, I almost texted you that back when you said JT vibes, and you were about that. I was like, it's actually the Napster guy. Yeah, I know, but JT played him. <laughs> JT is the one who said the role. You don't know if the Napster guy ever actually Palmer said that. It was called the Facebook, and then the JT guy was like, "Drop the the." It's one of those great lines where it's it's two words back Listen, to back. You the sons same of word bastards. back to back. You know we what JT'd I mean? Is there a word for that? Shut up. <laughs> is that a, is that does that have a name when you say the same word back to back correctly in a sentence? And Drop with or without the, it, 
Still available on vinyl at bishoprecords.com. We JT'd it. So if you go to palmersquares.com slash shop, know the... Uh, next week, you guys, Iowa City. Hold We're on, wait, I didn't even finish. Oh my God damn it. I was saying we got stickers. That was my whole stick transition. Yeah, but you took forever, and I'm <laughs> on to the shows now. If you get a poster, CD, day one shirt, or one of our best songs, Whatever Makes You Happy t shirt, you can get, or a bumper sticker, <laughs> I forgot that's what it's you can called. get the limited edition Palmer Squares Harry and Lloyd Tuxedo Dumb and Dumber stickers. Yay! Harry! Harry! You can get 30 miles a gallon on this hog. Bling, bling! <laughs> my favorite, I was telling my roommate oh my and God, his girl, again. Let's this, go. Uh, like last night, uh, my favorite line from Dumb and Dumber is one word, and it's when uh, when Harry goes, uh, or no, Lloyd goes uh, to Harry. So we backtracked it, Tad. Tad! <laughs> and he goes, oh, Tad! <laughs> it's two words. A Tad. <laughs> uh, I love one my other fa- like one movie or one word movie quotes in uh, Reservoir Dogs when Harvey Keitel's yelling at uh, Michael Madsen he's like you almost got me killed asshole Iowa day. City April 15th you can get tickets we're opening for a Tropodelic by the way uh, in Iowa City at Gabe's Oasis that's the 15th that's next Thursday um Get tickets now, and then you can't get tickets for Aurora the following night. Bros aces. <laughs> I, I should just cut the mics now. <laughs> like asses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Gay bros asses. All right, uh, <laughs> hey guys, follow me on Instagram too at Ecumenal. So uh, do that. Follow Leave me us a five star rating. Instagram at baby underscore labia. But before you do that, at Ecumenal, you're gonna want to follow me. So. There's a lot of baby labia followers that should be following me. So, at Ecumenal, check him out. He's me. There's also, uh, just disclaimer, not a lot of baby labia content on the page, on my page. (laughs) Another disclaimer, I swear to God, this is true. Striking lack of baby's labias. (laughs) I swear to God, I haven't posted in over three months, but I'm going to need you to follow me. You're not going to want to miss out on this stuff going on. Oh, I thought you were talking directly to me, and (laughs) I was like, do I not? I haven't posted on my timeline since January, and I... Noticed that the other Good. day. I was like, what? Where does the time go? Gives a fuck. Yeah, why do I even bother mentioning it? Um, let's get out of here. Oh, Smoochie Gang, playlist, Spotify. You know what you can find on it? Dirty by the homie. Nasty with a K. Nasty Knock, our Bostonian homie. Uh, this is a new one from him. Enjoy, you guys. I'm going to go piss my pants and eat some enchiladas, and we'll see you next week. Go stand over the toilet and just piss your pants. <laughs> Smooches. <laughs> Kill Whitey. But cost it lower than a bitch. Ayy, riding around geek. Shorty suck me while I'm speeding. She my little freak. A leak. The plug just came through with the bags. I cut one open. Sneak a peek. Bitch, I'm the boss up in my city. Raise your hand before you speak. The youngin' grew up in apartments. Everyone I made on hot come to the crib. A hundred boxes going out. We playing blocks. That boy nasty ain't dating. I'd rather hang out with these dots. Got a bitch who love Molly. She swallowed that shit by the rock. She like, boy, when you don't dry, I know it's smoking my blood, peeping out the curtain while that black suburban circle two times, that shit make me nervous, bitch, I'm dirty, 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 but I pull up, picture perfect, don't be calling by no work, you better talk to me in person. I pull up, spiffin', bit pimpin', I real your bitchin' on the line, but she don't listen, she flock with them pigeons, bitchin' all the time, I'm too exquisite in the crib, cookin' dinner, sippin' some wine, she slipped and slid into my DMs like, daddy, tell me your son, I'm finna hit the stage.
stage of my drunk shit Bag of molly like fun Dip, tell shuddy Ain't no future with me Just a rapper you can have some fun With 42 with a blunt lit No, I don't do that club shit Next time that let me do it Show you, but I'm pulling up on that fuck shit Drought came, it was no wonder All the plugs been going under I fell back with that pack shit Still got paid for the whole summer You diss me on your song I turn your girlfriend to a dope runner I hit it once after my show Then I got low like I stole from it It's national, it's smoking my blunt Peeping out the curtain while that black's a 